0: Blog Talk
1: Radio. It's the Sunday night roundtable on the Wide Men Network at blogtalkradio.com/slash Wide Men Can't Jump. Here's the guys to discuss anything and everything. Brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New, Facebook.com/slash/makeupKennedy and WowFreeCam.com. Here's your host Nate, T.R. and Tim. Need
0: to to
1: What's up? It's Sunday and we're back. Kind of been fickle as of late with the holiday season, but we hope to get this Sunday night roundtable back more permanently. And joining me, as always, my Canadian cohort, the most upset Northerner I know, Mr. Tim
0: Dombrova.
2: Tim, welcome. I'm, I'm back, bitches. Get ready. <laughs> I'm loaded for. I'm loaded for bear tonight, my friend. Or as we say up here, loaded for the moose. A. Hey.
0: Not for the moose, eh. For the moose, a.
2: Oh yeah. Nothing like a good moose steak to get you through the Christmas holidays, mate.
1: Definitely. Moose steak. Is that like First something steak. you shouldn't have done?
2: I've got and made another Thank moose you. steak.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
2: yeah,
0: it took a possible, second, but it um,
2: I think I heard Ben Roethlisberger say that earlier about an hour ago.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we can talk a little NFL here in a minute, but... You know, one thing I do want to get to—I I want to send a big thank you out, actually, to all of our our listeners and followers, and, and everyone that supports the show, and now are supporting our website. We were checking our our website numbers, and considering our website hasn't been up very long, and we haven't got a whole lot going on on there right now. We're working on adding to that. Solid numbers for us.
2: I, I, well, either that or Armando went there that many times. Yeah, apparently,
1: and he went there a lot.
2: Yeah. He was he was busy and could only read the site one word at a time or something, and had to keep going back. Got interrupted or something, but no, yeah, the, that I was very surprised by that. We're uh, we're we're rocking and rolling, and uh, you know, if the Wide man trailer is a rocking, as they say. Knock on the door.
1: If it's rocking, that just means that we're on the toilet and we can't get up.
2: <laughs> somebody somebody fell down and <laughs> valiantly attempting to get back up.
0: needs your help.
2: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Indeed it is. Oh, it God.
0: Is. You know, Tim, nice I did want to bring lead. up,
1: though, since, since it is, you know, it's Christmas Eve Eve, if I can say that. Uh, to quote Friends, the television show. You said
2: it, so you can. In fact,
1: I can. What? It, what's a What's a Canadian Christmas tradition that you and Maybe it's not a you know just for can, Canadians. Maybe it's just you. What's something that
0: yeah, Christmas you see, time
1: that you, that you experience or do or you go out of your way to do?
2: See, we're a little odd. Uh, my, I'm being raised uh, Lutheran. Uh, you know, Catholic light as we call it um, mm-hmm. and being a German from German ancestry uh, we uh, I, we don't do it so much anymore because my parents got old and uh, the family kind of moved away and they're, not everybody's together anymore so we really don't do it as much but back in the day man it was uh, you know uh, uh, church on a lot of it uh, every day from about the twentieth uh, onward. And then on the twenty fourth there would have been a well, what we called the Christmas gallow or a Christmas concert at the church where every kid had a, mm-hmm. a part you had to memorize and recite for your family and that was a really big deal. And then German people and because we lived on the farm on top of it all, uh we opened our presents on the twenty four the night of the twenty fourth. Because on the 25th you got up and did chores and went back to church and then christmas <laughs> yeah, dinner was a big, yeah and then christmas dinner was a big deal and so there was really no time in there to to really do it so we always open presents on the on uh christmas eve uh, but now that I got my own family and uh, and they're grown up and got their own kids and stuff it's uh, it's just the uh the the old lady and I and we watch uh our big thing is uh, Christmas Eve. We watch uh, "It's a Wonderful Life."
0: Hmm.
2: Well, that's, 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 I'll tell you what—that's our give big me thing a- and uh, Christmas dinner. So,
1: before we get into this, I'll return just a second.
2: Nate Bush has his takeout order has arrived, and for those of you who are busy doing other things, the Seahawks have just scored against the Chiefs. Seven nothing Seattle in the Sunday night football extravaganza.
0: Okay,
1: sorry about that. Had no problem. Away just a second. So yeah, this may shock you. I have never seen It's a Wonderful Life.
0: Um. Well, you know it's. Uh,
2: I have to say that I was initially not really that thrilled about the prospect. The movie's grown on me, and there's a, although it's a very old movie, so it's you know, it doesn't hold up well, acting or cinema, cinematography or any of that sort of things. Uh, the lesson is a good one, you know. The guy, yeah. was, the guy was you know worried about his business and all that sort of stuff, and you know, stop realize, you know, had to realize that the most important stuff was, you know, friends and family were much more important than all that other stuff. It would look after itself and he didn't need to worry about it all the time. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's a little cliche, but it's a, it's a good flick.
1: If you have something you need to worry about, you definitely need to contact our guy, Stephen P. New. Let's go ahead and take a, take a quick word from him. Personal injury, automobile accidents, workplace accidents, Mesothelioma, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, all these things and more can be helped by New Law Office. Stephen P. New will fight for you and your rights. Mr. New, what is there to do if you're in an automobile accident? When car wrecks happen, insurance is always involved. Did you know that in West Virginia, we have the highest percentage of uninsured and underinsured motorists driving, on our highways. That means that when you're in a car wreck, your attorney needs to know how to work with your insurance company to maximize the compensation that you'll receive. If you've been in a car wreck, call me, Stephen P. New. For your free consultation, call 1-888-692-8084 or visit newlawoffice.com. Stephen P. New will fight for you to get you where you need to be. He's a proud sponsor of our program, And Mr. New is a stand-up national and local attorney. Stephen P. New, attorney at law.
2: Answers to your legal questions.
1: And thanks again to Stephen P. New, one of the sponsors of our great program. Okay, sorry about that. A little distracted. Had a couple things I had to do real quick. But I'm back now, so we're all good. But um, the reason I bring that up is Christmas down here... uh, you know we don't. The only time we go to church on Christmas is if it's a uh, a Sunday, or at least you know my family. I'm not a church going person, so I never really go, uh, oh. even when it is Christmas. But
2: see, that um, used to be our that used to be our worst fear, is that Christmas Day would fall like uh, like a Friday, so you had to go to church yeah. like Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. And oh, like, oh man, the pain. Well, we didn't know any See, better, and we—well, I can't complain. It was all right.
1: I never I don't really all, liked it. I yeah, I don't either. I'm not a big—you uh, know—not to get into the religion subject thing. You know, you do what you want. You know, we're not here to tell you
0: uh, you know, what the to two do. Not, uh,
2: the two are not mutually exclusive. You can have one without the other.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can, but, you can be uh, into the
2: big guy or something up there that you believe in, and not 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 visit the brick and mortar on Sunday.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you so, this. The one thing I used to dread every year was—I um, don't know if you guys do this up there—the New Year's Watch Night Service, as we call it. You ever heard of this?
2: Well, we had a New Year's service, but it was pretty uneventful, I must say.
1: Like what? What time? What time was your New Year's service?
2: Uh, about eight o'clock. So and how people, late did it go? Oh, not not that late—an hour. You know, maybe till
1: nine. Okay, well, see down here uh, on New Year's there is a watch night service that
2: runs eight to twelve. Oh um, good Lord, what could you possibly do there for that long?
1: Oh, buddy, they find a way. <laughs> they even
0: have a well, night
2: nice uh, stand Yeah, see, there's the problem. Like they, the, the Catholics have, used to do that too. They would. You know, the service would drag on and on and on and on. But somebody in the Lutheran Church was smart enough, and I actually even read a paper about it when I got older, that they realized after sure. about 20 minutes <laughs> of of constant talking, nobody was paying attention. And they'd lost you anyway. So, you know, you're just sitting there, you know, automaton droning. <laughs> I mean, who, who, who pays attention to anything after three and a half hours? If you're not allowed not me. to do anything else. I have a hard time I have watch
1: a movie that long.
2: Yeah, I don't watch my favorite things on TV if you told me, you have to watch this for four hours straight. And you got to stand here, and you can't do anything else. you just got to sit in this chair here and pay attention. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to be successful in that endeavor.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, that was always the dreaded evening for me was the the New Year's Eve and... As I got older, I was just like, "No, I'm not doing that." <laughs> My mom would ask, "Why don't you have fun?" I was like, "Absolutely not, mom. I do not." But
2: <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> yeah. if you enjoy that, that's uh, you no, know, no, that's, that's, different strokes for different folks. It's
1: absolutely, you know, we're not here to, to alienate. That's just no. I'm not with anybody. You can
2: do whatever. You can do whatever if that Trust, makes it if if for you. A lot about There's a lot oh, work yeah. you can do. So. You could but, uh, be uh delivering Christmas. packages on Christmas Eve. Yeah, well, you know. Christmas yeah. for
1: me, um my family is a Christmas Eve family. We always used to uh to get together on Christmas Eve, the whole family. We open the gifts on Christmas Eve, we do the you know, the whole family get togethers and you know, we eat. Nothing like nothing. Huge or anything like that, but we have like a you know a small dinner. Do
2: you uh, do you do the ceremonial dropping of the big elbow on Josh?
0: <laughs> he told you about that, huh? Well, uh, well, I mean,
2: he I mean, technically, you're well, not technically, but for all intents and purposes, you kind of you guys are sort of brothers. So you know, the bigger yeah, brother should the bigger brother big. should drop the ceremonial elbow <laughs> on the younger one to start the festivities.
1: Uh, Josh, Josh and I, Josh and I are four days apart.
2: Um, yeah, a, but you're bigger than him, so he's yeah a little he, bit. He will,
1: I, I'm I mean, I'm he, he's over. gonna.
2: <laughs> the only way he's gonna. I mean, you're gonna have to sell for him to look good in the ring. Let's put it that way. <laughs> hey, I've been
1: known to. I've been known to put sell and put people over, but. Uh, you know, Christmas though, Christmas to me always was a uh, a time when. I'm a Christmas movie guy.
2: Excuse
1: me. I like Christmas movies myself. Not a Christmas movie fan?
2: Well, it depends on what we're talking about when we say Christmas movie. Uh, uh, you know,
1: some people some people got that whole idea of, you know, certain movies are Christmas movies, certain movies aren't. You know, I, I'm one of those people. To me, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Uh, me neither. It's just a movie. To me, it's a it's just a good action movie
2: that yeah, I can watch any time of Christmas, the year. But there's nothing about the Christmas story or spirit or any of that in that movie.
1: Yeah, that and that's how I look at it. I'm like, okay, it's a it's a movie that takes place at Christmas,
2: but I if, mean, if, it if, it if, if no they if
1: they had it on Memorial Day, it would change nothing. <laughs> nothing would change about the film. So right. that's how I approach it. Right, but yeah, it, ain't uh, no,
2: it ain't no Gus. Yeah, it, it's definitely no Gus. <laughs>
1: No, you know. no guts um, All right. My, well,
2: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bite here. Okay, let's let's get into it. Uh, uh, Christmas, Christmas movie movies. Let, 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 let's have at it. Yeah.
1: Okay. My absolute favorite Christmas movie. I watch it every year. I own like actually two or three copies of it. Is Christmas Vacation? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. To me, that's the okay, best Christmas
0: board. movie.
2: I'm on board on this. Uh, maybe not the best Christmas movie ever, but a, a damn fine viewing. And it's my nothing favorite. is gonna nothing is gonna beat the squirrel in the tree, the cat <laughs> chewing on the you know on the Christmas lights, uh, Aunt Ethel who's wrapped up a fucking Christmas wrapped jello or whatever the hell she's
0: wrapped <laughs> up in the
2: thing. Yeah, no, that was you know uh, the old uh, Clark's quest to uh, light up the universe so that the space shuttle can see the lights on his house. <laughs> <I> mean,
1: <laughs> they have to turn on the nuclear auxiliary power. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, I mean, and nobody knows. That's the best part. Somebody she flips, she's on, her what this does, and flips the switch, and the house lights up, but there's nobody out there to see it the first time.
1: Yeah, except uh, for Clark, yeah, no, and he's like, I on, fixed it, and then like everybody the... comes out. <laughs>
2: yeah, if you don't like the vacation movies, and then of course, I mean. Randy Quaid and his total nuttiness who everybody thought he was a great actor and in fact it turns out he's not acting at all he's just being <laughs> No, Randy I don't think Quaid. he's
1: acting I think, I think that is Randy Quaid yeah, no, one I'm, of my, yeah, favor- uh, that's one of my favorite yeah, lines in yeah, no. that movie one of my favorite lines in that movie is uh, whenever they, <laughs> they have the lights on and Aunt Bethany's coming up the stairs and <laughs> he's like is your house on fire Clark
2: <laughs> Clark
1: Don't throw me down, Clark. (laughs) Is Rusty still in the Navy? But yeah, that's my all-time favorite.
2: (laughs) Say the blessing,
1: (laughs) Grace. She passed away thirty years ago. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
2: no, that's that's a good flick. All right, I'll I'll, I'll see your uh, National uh, Lampoon's Vacation, Christmas Vacation, and I gotta say, I know it's a cheesy flick. But I I do watch it every year if it's on TV I'll watch it and I still laugh. It's the first Home Alone movie.
1: I I watched it last night. <laughs> I laugh
2: at that little peckerhead. It's still funny. <laughs> Don't care what Joe anybody Pesci. says. Joe Pesci
1: makes Joe, that movie for me.
2: Those they're they're the they're, they're the stars of the movie. The poor the kid could have been anybody.
1: Oh yeah, they could have that. made the kid anybody, but Joe. Pesci. Yeah, I mean,
2: Macaulay Culkin's not bad at it, but you I mean and you know him as doing it, so of course you expect him to be there now. But if it would have been somebody else, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> so, that,
0: that,
2: that show always <laughs> makes me laugh.
1: The Joe Pesci cursing without cursing, Fretcha <laughs> Fretcha <or> never, Retcher. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically yeah. what it is. It's like Joe, we want you to be classic Joe Pesci, but you can't say anything vulgar because we want this movie to be PG. What are you going to do? I'm going <laughs> to start ramp-
2: Yeah, no, I, I enjoy the Home Alone. The second one is not not as good, but it's it's okay. But the first one is. I like is, the second. One. I do. It's like, pretty good. I like. As far now, as after that, goes, it's a pretty good movie.
1: After that, it needs to to just kind of stop. 'Cause they like they, they tried three and four and yeah, it just uh, it needed to quit after two.
2: Well that becomes a I mean even uh, even Vacation ran into some trouble with uh, Vegas Vacation. But, I you know. like Vegas Vacation. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> but the it's only not one. anywhere near as good as the other ones. And actually I really enjoyed the reboot.
1: You know, I haven't seen the reboot, truthfully.
2: The reboot is pretty damn funny, I gotta say. I haven't seen I it. Was, I was not. I did not hold out a lot of hope for it, but it was better than I expected.
1: Yeah, I don't have a lot of hope for it either. But
2: uh,
0: another Wally
1: Christmas World. movie, another yeah, Wally World. Another Christmas movie I'm, I'm quite fond of is, uh, and this one, a lot of people kind of roll their eyes at this one, but this is one I watch every year is uh, A Christmas Story. I always watch a Christmas Story. They show up for yeah. 24 hours on CBS. You know, I'm, quite, I'm quite fond of that little movie.
2: There's there's kind of a bunch of them there. You got that one in the Miracle on Thirty-fourth Street. And, Never uh, seen that. White White Christmas is another one. I haven't and seen there, that there's either. There's a bunch of yeah. They're, well, they're that's because they're all kind of from a different. Uh, you know, movies were different then. They didn't you know special effects and all that was didn't exist really, and um, uh, it was way more about the uh, acting and or singing and or whatever the message was, was the main part of the movie, not the yeah. visual. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm okay with all those. I, I don't have a problem.
0: Did you know? With, uh,
1: I don't know if you know this, but where I live, they the movie was based in, I believe, Indiana. Um, that was where it was supposed to have taken place at. Or maybe even, actually, I think it was Chicago. I'm not I'm sure. In Chicago. They never really said, but it was... The house that was used in the movie was in Ohio, which is pretty close to me. Um the house that was used when you see the outside of the house, the guy that owns it now bought it and restored it to look exactly like the house from the movie, even down to the fixtures. Like if they That's the, a the, smart. the Oh, and it's a tourist destination now. People come yeah, from all over smart. to see it. And he's got the leg lamp in the window and he you know got the the whole thing. And this dude went out of his way to make this house, you know, a, basically a spot for people to visit. And yeah, I mean it's really neat. I, I've constantly wanted to uh, to go see it. I've never had a chance, but I've always wanted to see it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but um, yeah, I always love that movie. My dad and I used to laugh at the Darren McGavin, the guy who played the dad. He was the funniest part of the movie to us. Uh <laughs> with the uh <laughs> with the, the, the his love of turkey was a uh, a huge thing that we used to laugh at because my dad always oh, told yeah. me a story. My dad always told me a story um about his dad. Because apparently my dad, my grandpa, um, was just like the dad on Christmas vacation, or Christmas story, excuse me. My grandpa was a turkey fan. And usually around um, the holidays, my dad's, especially, you know, Christmas and mainly Thanksgiving, my dad, or my grandpa would always go out and find the biggest, nicest turkey, and then that was his favorite holiday. Well, one year, um, my dad swore to me. He said, this was the greatest year, the greatest turkey we ever had. It was amazing. And my grandpa would always save, you know, whatever wasn't eaten, he would save and put it in the freezer and unthaw it. And he loved to eat turkey and dressing for a week after. He loved it. Um, So... Uh, my One of my aunts I won't say her name <laughs> I doubt she listens But just just for the, One of my you can aunts never be sure. uh, One of my aunts went And took this Amazing turkey that my grandpa loved And she grinded it All up and made turkey Salad out of it And apparently according to What I was told the turkey salad was Disgusting And my grandpa threw the biggest fit in the world over this. And he was so pissed. And then a year later for Thanksgiving, my dad told me that my aunt, again, started saying she was going to make turkey salad. My grandpa stood up, pointed into the kitchen, and said, this year, nobody tips my bird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why?
2: Why the hell would you make <laughs> turkey salad? Nobody wants to eat the
0: shit. Tastes like crap. <laughs> and,
1: and that right there, well, that, that is a uh, a but sure, that's a true yeah. story, it's a Bush family story. Um, yeah, my grandpa was just huh. he loved. Her, so. so we used to like, the
2: Christmas din- Christmas dinner was a huge thing, and everybody came. So when we were kids, I don't know how it worked in your house. We would always get relegated out of the kitchen, because there wasn't enough room for a big table for for everybody. So, of course, there would be a, there would be a a wee kids table table
0: or something.
2: And then, yeah, some kind of, something like that, and that's where the kids would go. But my brother and I are the oldest, uh, as luck would have it, we are the two oldest grandkids on either side, so we always Uh got, you you kind of ruled your own little fiefdom there when they Christmas dinner was going on. And we would always, uh, you know, no, there's no more mashed potatoes or gravy left, even though there was a nice big bowl of them right there on our table, but none for you little guys <laughs> down there. Screw, screw you guys. And whatever was for dessert, we'd always hog uh, well, what we wanted, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't.
2: Pass, pass the rest down. and uh, But when we were first, when we were little kids, man, this I'm having flashbacks nowadays. My grandma used to, we were the only two grandkids for about, oh, maybe five or six years. Yeah. And God, God damn, are we spoiled rotten. Oh, I bet. Uh, well, you're going to find out. You, you wait and see. Your little guy's not old enough to care about anything right now as far as gifts or anything Yeah, that give things. him a year or so. <laughs> and yet he's going to get it, but he's going to get a whole pile of them this year anyway.
1: Yeah, I know. I bought him a,
2: uh, I bought him a sloth for Christmas. A, a little what? like stuffed sloth Oh yeah, no all, all kids should have a good stuffed toy. That's a got. Yeah, I got
1: a him toy. a nice nice stuffed sloth the other day. He he really seems to like it. Makes noise. His favorite toy right now is it's a mat and he lays on the floor and the this elephant and this giraffe hang down from it and they're just close enough to where he can he can touch them and hit them and when he does he just gets oh. so excited. And he loves the giraffe. And apparently and the, tonight uh, he he got a bath this evening, and apparently he's got on his robes and slippers. He's got on a
2: robe and slipper. he <laughs> will have, uh, by this time next year, it'll be, he will be in the living room on his hands and knees,
0: Snooker's on top of the cage.
2: <laughs> I can't wait for that. I can't believe it. Oh, my God, he's going to kill himself. <laughs> Here comes
0: Austin. Here comes Stone Cold.
2: You'll be but, uh, videotaping you know, it all and faster than you can keep up. Oh, definitely.
1: Uh, one thing, though, with Christmas, are, do you have any, like... Because like, I've got more Christmas movies, and we could talk more about them, because Home Alone's definitely there, and, you know, we have talked Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation, all that. Do you have any, maybe, like, guilty Christmas pleasures?
2: In what sense?
1: Like, movies that aren't very good... Uh, you
0: know, th- there's some background.
2: Well, you know, to there. be honest, the thing we always watched for years and years and years, and then they made a remake, and now they made another remake was the Grinch, which really, when okay. you think about it, it's kind of an awful I thing, really. I, I like the cartoon. I don't
1: know, we got a yeah. I don't like here, the Jim the Jim Carrey
2: think. thing. You can keep
1: uh, let's the see live
2: action. Here. I don't own. Hello,
1: you're on. You're on. Wide men
2: can't jump. Yeah. Good evening, guys. How you doing? How you doing? Good. Uh, I was wondering if you guys still talking basketball or just on? Yeah,
1: absolutely. We can bring up a little basketball if you want. We're you know we're just kind of shooting the breeze about Christmas time right now. But go ahead.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to ask you guys if you kind of, based on where the NBA is now looking at the standings in the style of basketball we see being played. Do you think that, I maybe mean, the NBA is broken as far as the style standpoint and the type of basketball that they're doing now? It's just,
0: you know, um, it's kind of a
2: joke. You
1: know, looking at, uh, looking at the NBA the way it is now, um, I think the league has evolved and now you have more teams that are focusing on outside shooting more than, like, like you don't see many teams with a good – you know, mid-range model anymore. Like, you're not really – if you're not shooting from, you know, 30 feet, you're dunking the ball or trying to get a layup or draw a foul. There's no, like, okay, let's knock down this 15-foot jump shot. But one thing the league has done that I've noticed is defense. Defense has improved across the board throughout the league. If you're not a decent defensive team now, you really have no room in the league to do much of anything. So, I think defense has improved i think um i think once you know the three point the three point craze isn't going anywhere anytime soon, but the days of just the big men dominating is over, but I think there's still room for dominant big men in the league if that makes sense. It's just now dominant big men have to be able to make three point jumpers I'm looking at guys like you know Demarcus cousins who in got better at his three-point shot. I'm looking at Carl Anthony Towns, who's a decent three-point shooter. Um, so we'll we'll see where the league goes in years to come. But I think that's um, – I don't know if it, I would say the league is broken. I think it's just evolving. It's not exactly what it once was.
2: Right, Just a more, like if you look at the Western Conference standings right now, I believe Uh the Sacramento Kings may be the eighth or ninth seed, and there's something like four games out of first place. Yeah. And I just feel like because of the style of basketball, where it's all just space and pace and everyone jacking up threes, it's like there's total parity now. There's not much of a difference between these teams. It just comes down to who can make more threes on a given night and that team wins.
1: And you know what? You are right there uh, in a way. I'm not crazy about the the run-and-gun three-point style. Never have been. Um, I miss the days of uh, a good post game. I miss I miss having a five who can who can take over a game from the post. Like Shaq would not fit in in the NBA right now. He would be left out in the cold with the way teams play. It's a more fast paced, more crazy style, and we just lost the caller. So, but yeah, I'll uh, you know. Hey, call in, talk a little
2: ball.
0: Nothing hey, wrong yeah, with that.
2: And and, and I, I, I would agree. I, I don't think he's wrong necessarily. No, no. I, he's the, not
0: wrong. The,
2: the three has become sexy like dunking used is. to be. Um, the thing with the three is not everybody – but it's, it's coming. It's going to get to the point where everybody's going to be pretty good at it and then somebody's going to go uh, – something will happen to get the ball back under the hoop whatever it might be yeah, I somebody's mean, gonna it's like the NFL just, right
1: now the the NFL is one of those things where uh the whole spread them out and throw that's the big uh, that's the big thing right now in a few years you're going to see teams go back to running the ball more
2: well a, a coach comes along or a player comes along that that doesn't work and then somebody mm-hmm. else go I mean it happens in hockey all the time too the trend goes from big Tough guys to smaller, faster guys, and yeah. then whoever wins the ti- then whoever wins the title, uh, the other teams try to steal the model. And in the meantime, somebody else, you know, re- or some innovator comes along or a talent comes along that uh, can do something different that defeats that whatever it is, and the game moves and changes again. That's just the way yeah. sports go. I mean, yeah, that's yeah just, I mean, that's it, it, the way it it, is. he's not, he's not far off in the, you know, there's a lot of parody and quite often most nights, the, the difference is, you know, we had a guy who could shoot nine threes and you had a guy who could only shoot four.
0: Um, yeah, that's what it comes down to. But you're going to
2: gonna see, I think you're going to see that that percentage of the days of teams only shooting 30 and 40% from three, four, that, that that's going to change. It's going to get oh, bigger definitely. and bigger. And pretty soon that weapon isn't going to be the weapon that it is now, because it's yeah, I going agree. To be, we're just ex, we're just exchanging threes and nobody's going to win. Oh shit! Why yeah, and people going are going to figure out
1: that and people people will fig,
2: figure out eventually. Hey,
1: this two point jumper is not worth as much, but look at the percentages
2: that we can. But shoot I make it points. all the time. To- I make it every time, just about. So yeah, or it's like we'll would go you rather march-
1: go? Would you rather go forty percent from three? Or would you rather go 70% from two?
2: Yeah.
1: So, or we're going to adopt
2: that's... the much-talked-about and often-discussed Bush number over 10 points off the head in the last minute of the game scoring system.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I, let me bring up something, Tim. You uh, you know, as I live in, in southern West Virginia, the, the basketball here has gotten really good in terms of high school basketball. Uh, I do a lot of work for, you know, the radio station announcing basketball games and uh one thing that I did see the other night was the Chapmanville
2: Tigers. Your your adopted was my Chapmanville Pass- Tigers, thank you.
1: They defeated the number 2 ranked team in the state the other night by 3 in a very close uh, contest.
2: I watched the last minute of the game. Did you? I did.
1: Close game.
2: Go Tigers. That's all I can say. (laughs) I knew I knew I was not worried. I knew when we put the head ball in our hands of our superstar we'd be okay. Yeah. And we were. Well,
1: speaking of a superstar, we are joined right now by caller
2: Jeff. What's up, Jeff? Jeff. Our man Jeff. What of playoff is going on right now. Oh yeah,
1: the NFL's been wild. We were gonna talk about that. Uh Tim and I actually started the show talking a little Christmas movies. Uh before we get into the NFL, you uh how do you feel about it? what what's your Christmas movie go to's?
2: Oh, by far Home Alone, and Home Alone Two. Yeah, we ah, go. Another Home Alone. Or... Yeah. yeah, that's you're on board there. Okay. No, no argument. Another, for me. another, no.
1: another question that that the masses are dying to know: Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Say again. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie to you?
0: Um,
2: I would not consider that. Although it was based around christmas i no i wouldn't consider that as a christmas movie
1: well then you then you agree with tim and i it's a movie it's a good action movie that just so happens to take place at christmas time you sure are a genius sir
2: that's all i have to say yes i I agree with that that's a
0: Okay. Well, well, you're
2: on the same page. Well,
1: let's let's dive into football since we've talked a little Christmas stuff here for a few minutes. We may come back to it eventually because I do want to discuss a, a personal Nathan, are favorite. you a final... Home Alone
0: guy?
1: Oh, absolutely love Home oh, okay. Alone. Okay. All right. Home Alone. Uh, home Alone One. Home Alone Two. After that, they're dead to me. But Home Alone One yeah. and Two, yeah, I'm a fan. Um, I'm also a fan of the Arnold Schwarzenegger classic Jingle All the Way. So.
2: Um. I long yeah. was the movie Tim Allen was in? Was it Fred or
1: uh, Santa Claus? Oh. Santa
2: Claus. Yeah,
1: I was about to say, which oh, one? Yeah. The Santa Claus or Christmas with the Cranks? I liked uh,
2: Santa Claus. It was pretty good.
1: Yeah, Santa Claus isn't bad. Christmas with the Cranks is awful. Oh, jeez. Oh. I
2: have to say, I'm going to step out on a limb here and go that I, I, I have to admit I got a pretty good kick out of Bad Santa.
1: I like Bad Santa.
2: Yeah, it was all right. And, I mean, I did laugh at, at some of the... Although I would almost argue that that's almost not a Christmas movie either, even though... <laughs> yeah,
1: I can really see about, that,
2: too. It's kind of more about stealing shit than it is about, uh, about Christmas, but anyway.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you can you can kind of dance around the Christmas movie thing. Elf is a lot of people that can't go wrong with Elf. I, I happen to enjoy Elf. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Not an Elf fan tim. Not your cup of not tea. A big,
0: yeah,
2: I mean it was okay, but
1: to me it was the one time Will Ferrell's ridiculously silliness worked.
2: I mean, uh, I'm a big I, I like him in uh, Talladega Nights. Well, I like
1: I, mean, I like him in quite a few movies, but to me this one was the one where when he acted like a child, it really fit.
2: Well, yeah, you know, he's he's pretty good in um uh, although he's not the star of it or anything, uh, he plays a marshal. Uh, Jay and a Bob strike back. Oh, good God. He plays the Forest Forrest Marshall, but he really thinks he's a FBI guy, but he really isn't. Uh,
0: oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, only, only
2: Will Farrell could even attempt to pull that off. Yeah. Well,
1: let's go ahead and dive into some NFL. Um, what's going on in the NFL right now, Jay? If you want to fill us in.
2: Well, uh, Pittsburgh are out of – if the playoffs were to begin right now, Pittsburgh Steelers would be out. Um, they lost to the Saints. Uh, it was a really good football game. They were, down, they were down 10 points in the third quarter, and they came back to take the lead, 28-24. to 24. And uh, they decided to go for a fake punt on fourth and four, and they came up about a foot short. Risky business. And then Breeze got the ball back there, like midfield. And uh, ended up getting about the 20 yard line. It was a fourth and two. Uh, And he threw it to Mike Thomas. And Joe Hayden, I believe it was, was called for pass interference. Uh, And, you know, the Steelers were complaining it wasn't pass interference, but uh, it was more like a mugging. I thought, anyways, <laughs> uh, I, I agreed with him. Joe I, Hayden I got with a Yeah, I agreed. It wasn't passing interference. It was more of he got mugged. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. anyways, uh, they got in there. Mike Thomas ended up scoring a touchdown at the goal line, and uh, they took the lead, and um, Pittsburgh was driving. They were driving, got down to about 30, but Juju uh, Smith-Schuster uh, fumbled the football, and, uh, uh you know, they were definitely in field goal range and could have got the overtime. Maybe possibly got a touchdown there, but it wasn't to be. But now the, they're behind the Ravens a half a game, and now they have to depend on their old-time rival, the Cleveland Browns, to beat the Ravens next week, which is possible. The Browns have been playing pretty good. They're, they're, they actually have a 500 record this late in the season. Who you know at this late in the season, how long has it been since the Browns have had been 500? So,
0: nineteen sixty-two
2: Yeah, it's the pre-Super Bowl era, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, been a no, long During time the eighties, anyway. the they had some pretty. Uh, and then they, yeah, they had, had a playoff with Belichick. There, it's been uh, a long time, though. But, Not uh, in recent and memory. And that's the Steelers for sure. have the Bengals next week. So, anyways, the Steelers should win, but it isn't going to matter. You think the Ravens will beat the Browns? I don't see any reason why they shouldn't.
1: Well, um, um. I don't know if you touched on this, but there is a scenario, providing that the Bengals like pull off the miracle upset if if the Bengals beat the Steelers next week and the Browns beat the Ravens, the Browns will actually win the AFC North.
2: I don't think so. I think the Ravens have won win. I think that was until this week. With I'm pretty week. sure. Could, uh, I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. The Ravens have not wins.
0: That.
2: There's no way. Right now the Ravens are nine and six and the Browns are six, no, they, seven seven one. They can't catch they can't. Baltimore. They've they've only got one game left and they've Baltimore behind and
0: them. S- yeah. Oh. yeah,
2: they can't catch catch them. It can't be done.
0: Huh.
2: I think that was that was for this week, but now that didn't pan out. Right. So, Baltimore is nine oh. and six and Cleveland is seven, seven and one. They can't catch them. They do. Right. They, they can't. They're a game and a half behind them with one. Okay, with okay, here's what then. happened. Okay,
1: did the the Ravens beat the chargers, didn't they?
2: Yes, never okay, yet. well, never mind, then never mind, So then it's done, yeah, I think that scenario was possible, but no here it...
1: here was the scenario I heard It was the Browns needed to win out, the chargers had to beat the Ravens. The dolphins have to lose one of their last two the Colts have to lose to the Giants, which didn't happen, the Titans lose to the Redskins, and then the Colts and Titans tie in week 16. So none of that happened. Okay, so my fault.
2: Right, but they could they could have. If Baltimore would have lost this week and Pittsburgh lost and Cleveland kept winning, right. they they would have been nine what? Yeah, they would, would, have, they have, would been, have beat them yeah, by yeah. half a game.
0: Yeah,
2: the Bengals would have yeah. had to beat Steelers and they would have to beat the Ravens, right. Right.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: My fault. I it, thought the Browns it, still had a chance. A really, if they have they were, no chance.
2: If Cleveland was smart, they actually probably would go out next week and lose.
1: Yeah, it would probably be better if they did to get that better
2: pick. Yeah, to to get uh, as high up in the picking as they can get. Now that they can't make the playoffs anymore, and they might as well lose. And yeah, that's why I was try try very to get happy into that. Tampa loss today. I was very excited
1: about
0: that.
2: But uh, – you know that they have they can have a winning record <laughs> which i know it doesn't matter but to the city and to the players that might mean a lot to them i'm sure, i don't sure. think they'll i don't think and they'll might, in the uh, towel. And i agree with it, you Tim i believe you right. know it, it, it might be mean a lot more to ticket. uh, season tickets and uh sponsorship and that sort of thing too you know we've yeah. we went from what oh and 16 to potentially 8 7 and 1 Um, I don't mind throwing my money behind a. I can say I'm throwing my money behind a winner now, (laughs) as opposed as opposed to uh, whatever we want to call two seasons of 0 and 16. (laughs) True. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even sure. Uh, uh, Has that ever been done before in modern era? Uh, I don't know. I would, have to think, I would have to think no. That
1: well, the, teams the Lions, the Lions pretty lost bad, all but their
2: games. The
1: Lions lost all their games in one season.
2: They might, have, for, they, they might have come close, yeah. But I mean, two no, the
1: Lions did, no, they did go zero and sixteen. I don't know what their record was the next year, though. God, that's just horrific. It's only happened recently twice, and that was in Detroit and Cleveland. Let me look here. We'll look this up. We'll find out to the bottom of this. We'll go. Yeah,
2: have a have a have a gander at that because although I did on a side note in the Cleveland game, I did enjoy uh, Baker Mayfield's absolute daggers oh. at Hugh on the sidelines after a
0: <laughs> that was big fun. game.
2: And then and then when the press asked him, he said, "I have no idea what you're talking about." <laughs> And they and they okay, went. To, so, that's that's the that's the line you're going to take. And he said, "Yep." He wouldn't even address it, which was pretty smart. So
1: Detroit went zero and sixteen in two thousand and eight. Then the next year they went two and fourteen. Then six and ten the next year, and then they went to ten and six. So well, they, once they went to ten and six. They got back in the playoffs. <laughs>
2: Those early games really cost Cleveland to uh, so probably beat Pittsburgh. Yeah, the Saints, they had they had, the, they had they had the Raiders beat, which they got they got screwed on a bad call in that game. Uh, oh, they
1: did. That was awful.
2: But anyways, but they, I, I really, I mean, everybody thought that Baker Mayfield was going to be a bust. With their pick,
0: but me, you know, me he seems
2: like he has the fire, man. Maybe he really does feel like, and I think he has respect for the players there. He's trying to be bring some stability there. That's been long, uh, long awaited for the city, and you know, so I think it's looking up for them.
1: You know, we say it's looking up. We keep saying it's looking up. What's going to happen if Baker comes out next year and the Browns go four and twelve? What happens then?
2: Well, back to the old Browns. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they fire the coach and and uh, bring in somebody tailor made to fit him and see what happens. Oh, by the way, bad. the Browns I mean, did not the Browns did not have two 0 oh, 16 seasons. By the
1: way, no, no, they won they were, one.
2: They, they were one and 31.
1: Yeah, they did win one the,
2: last. Year. And they're also the they're the only franchise to be uh, to go winless and have a perfect season. All that that was back in 1948. But still,
1: um, I'm looking here at Cleveland's uh, record. The last time Cleveland had a winning record, could you guess the year?
2: I would say the last time they made the playoffs, which was two thousand two, I believe it was.
1: Actually, no. They had a winning record one season after two thousand and two.
2: Two thousand three. Okay. No. No. Two
1: thousand and seven. Mm. They went ten and six. How did that happen?
2: That's was a that record? I believe that. not make the playoffs.
1: They didn't make the playoffs that year.
2: I believe I believe that's the year the Patriots may have went 11-5 without Brady, and they still didn't make the playoffs.
0: Uh, 11, let me look don't... here.
1: Well, let, me, let me take a look at the AFC playoffs in 2007.
0: Let's see, the AFC.
2: 2008, 2000... I'm talking about 2007. That's the year they went undefeated until the Super
1: Bowl. All right, 2007. Let's see here the <laughs> trying to find the records here that was the year that maybe i'm maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. I'm looking at two thousand seven, two thousand and eight. I need to look at two
2: thousand six, two thousand and seven excuse me for two thousand a and what year are we talking about here? Oh um, I got it two thousand
1: and seven or the two thousand and six season two thousand six
2: two thousand seven two
1: thousand and
2: seven the, the Patriots were sixteen and oh right right. Um, oh, uh, let me let me get to the bottom of this here. That's the year that the Patriots were sixteen and zero, the Steelers were ten and six and won the AFC North. Um, in the South, the Colts were thirteen and three, the Jags were eleven and five, and the Titans were ten and six, and they won the title yep, Cleveland. And Cleveland didn't get in the playoffs that year.
1: Yeah, that was the year.
2: That was the year.
1: Cleveland goes ten and six and doesn't make the playoffs.
2: That's a pretty tough pill to swallow. <laughs> and the uh, Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, seventeen fourteen, in one of the most boring Super Bowls of all time. Even though that score would indicate that it wasn't that boring, but it was kind of boring.
1: The Giants Patriots Super Bowl.
2: I yes. would say I would agree with that until the fourth quarter. I'd yes, say the fourth I'll quarter of that, that game back. was incredible. I would. I, I agree with Tim for the first three quarters. It was boring, and then of course the wrong team. Well, I mean I'm not a big Patriots fan either, but I hate the Giants, so that that didn't help. <laughs> well, although yes, that's better than watching. Oh, I don't know, the Forty ers beat the, somebody, you know, fifty-two to twelve or whatever.
1: The Chargers Forty uh, Nine Super Bowl which is considered probably the worst Super Bowl of all time. <laughs>
2: well, uh, a I mean, there was the Broncos 55 to 10 there one year too. Yeah, yeah I, mean, there the was game, it, too. I mean it's never good even if your team is winning. <laughs> it's no fun to watch when the game is done by you know the Bull crap. Quarter.
1: That Tampa Bay ball they beat the Raiders <laughs> was amazing.
2: <laughs> no. It, I, I mean yeah, it's problem. better than it's better than the other team winning, but really given a given a choice, I would rather have it, you know, my team has got the is the last you know got the last possession and goes sixty two yards for the touchdown for the win. That's way more fun. Than, My uh, blood pressure. Yeah, we
1: won't. My blood pressure likes it the other way.
2: <laughs> well, mine does too. But uh, but uh, it's much more exciting when the game is close. they're uh, doing everything they can to try to hang with the Chiefs here, but.
1: Well, another another thing this season we're seeing is now the the Titans and the Colts play next week and the winner wins the AFC South. So you got Hello. games coming down. Is that am I right on that?
2: No, Houston's uh they're in. Oh, or, or is it a playoff game? Or is it a playoff game next week? Or it's yeah, the a Colts uh, and the play Titans are, are trying to get into the yeah, into the wild card.
1: Is that a wild card berth? Like whoever wins gets in?
2: Not necessarily because like, Houston's in regardless. You just don't know if yeah Houston won today, they, so they're in. No, they lost.
0: But they, no, they, they lost.
2: They, they still clinched the spot though. Okay. Yeah, they've clinched the playoff berth, but not the division. They could still, they could still by some kind of tiebreakers. There could, if they lose, and Indianapolis or Tennessee wins, whoever wins, could there's still some way they could not win the division? I'm not sure how that all pans out, but. So the so the Titans and the Colts play next week.
0: Yeah. Okay, right? so if, wow. Wow. Okay. Yes. So
2: whoever wins that, if if Tex if Houston loses, whoever wins that could still win the division. Then I guess yeah. must must be Houston plays Jacksonville. Okay. So that,
1: that should be a win. No, the Titans Colts winner next week will get the second wild card spot. The only way neither team neither of them makes the playoffs is by tying the game combined with a Pittsburgh win.
2: Okay, well, we really don't have to worry too much about Pittsburgh anymore, I don't think.
1: Well, unless yeah. unless Cleveland beats Baltimore. Cleveland beats Baltimore next week and P- Pittsburgh beats no, that's Cincinnati, just crazy. Pittsburgh wins the division. Right. If I bet you
2: Cleveland will be just be a three- or four-point dog. I bet that's all they'll be. i got a feeling it won't be much. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, That's. I mean, it'll be nice. Ravens will uh, have to play. I mean, it's going to be. I mean. Oh, both teams got to play
1: because you know Cleveland wants Cleveland wants to win and finish with a positive record for the first time in a decade, and you Baltimore wants to make the playoffs. Pittsburgh's probably going to trounce Cincinnati. It's not. It's going to be a beating of epic proportions because Cincinnati's awful, and if Marvin Lewis keeps his job after this year, (laughs) then he's got nude photos of somebody in the organization.
2: We also have to say, too, Nate, that once again, we were both correct. We said at the beginning of the season the worst team in Ohio would be in Cincinnati, and everybody yep. laughed. And yep, we called they did. that right on the money. So Yep. I told everybody that so Cleveland's going to be a better Bears. team
1: than what you think, and nobody listened.
2: Well, it's, it's hard to win games in the NFL when you don't have a coach.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> – it's a
2: wild thing. And then, uh, you know, they added... And Cleveland found out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cle- Cleveland knew that for years. I mean, it took them quite a while to figure it out, but...
1: I'm just hoping that Cincinnati gets rid of Marvin Lewis, doesn't hire Hugh Jackson, and, and gives A.J. Green and those guys, like, a coach where it's worth having. Because Cincinnati, I'm friends with a lot of Cincinnati fans, and I know... They they are suffering right now through this, and this is hard on them. And I think yeah. Cincinnati needs to buckle down and actually hire someone worth a damn, because Marvin Lewis is not.
2: But that shit starts at the top, Nate. The, 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 somehow the fan base has the fan base has got to get to ownership somehow, and, I and say like, hey, we're not we're going to stop coming, we're going to stop buying jerseys. And all the shit you guys sell. If you guys don't fucking try a little harder to put a, a some, uh, some you know a winning team out here, because you ain't trying very hard right now. You're the worst team, well to me to be honest. Probably if you look at the last uh, ten games, they've been god awful. Um, but and, and what are they going to do? What are they going to do to get any better?
1: I mean, they need to. They really need to step up and get. They need a quarterback. I mean, Andy Dalton is what he is. He's he's just never going to turn I
2: agree, into a but that 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 requires a coach and a general manager who are willing, yeah. to give up on him and go get another one. But shit, they haven't what done do that. In, I mean, how long has Andy Dalton been playing in Cincinnati? A long time. What do you think, Jeff? Long time, and uh, we haven't figured out by now. I kind of think Marvin Lewis knows something on the owner.
1: He has to.
2: <laughs> well, I think I think we had talked about it before, or we came down to the conclusion that perhaps he is an owner that really does not care about whether the franchise wins. As long as they're making money, he's content with that. Really, I think he. I thought he was going to be out last year, uh, but they decided. They, they gave him, him a two-year like extension.
1: So. They gave him a two-year extension, and, and every Cincinnati fan I know just threw their hands up and said this shit again. And then they came out this season and were tearing it up at the beginning right. of the year. Although, of course, too, on
0: fire.
2: we did also come to the conclusion that another problem in Cincinnati is that they have an owner who also happens to be the president, who also happens to be the general manager.
0: Yep. That's an
2: issue. uh, That's that's Mike Brown, whoever he is. Um, He needs to own the team and let somebody who knows something about football, uh, because he ain't his his daddy, let's put it that way, perhaps, is another way to look at it. He's not Paul. Yeah, he's not his daddy, and he may be –
0: you Ain't going name no name after him. They're
2: kind of like they're kind of like the Oakland Raiders of of the East, oh. where <laughs> they got an owner who you know is the son of a. Well, I mean Al Davis was really not that great an owner ever, but I guess he did win a Super Bowl at least he one anyway. The Super Bowl, so, so I mean well, that's one of the ones that's say. And they try to you know they maybe it's out of goodness that they like the team so much or they're so in- attached to it. That they can't step back and let somebody who's actually, I mean, just because you own a team, that doesn't make you a football guy. Let's put it that way. Um, I agree. I mean, I'm a big big football fan, but I can't run a football team. There's a lot going on there, and those guys are, I mean, we would probably puke if we went and looked at the places the Cincinnati Bengals have made draft picks. And the quarterbacks they could have had in the last ten years that they don't have. All
1: right, I see. I see you giving me an assignment.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of pointing you in a direction. I mean, we'll probably have a heart attack at their right, draft well, picks. I'm going to go back to when Andy
1: the- Dalton was drafted, and we're going
2: to work our way up. Well, even before that, you could start with a bad pick they made in Achilles Smith back in the last I mean, 90s. they acu- they acquired yeah, Andy Dalton sure. in 2011.
0: Yeah,
1: 2011. In the second round, they took Andy Dalton. So let's look at the 2011 draft and where quarterbacks were taken. Twelve Campbell's quarterbacks were taken in the 2011
2: draft. Okay? Oh, God. All right, let me look here.
1: Let me find uh, something simple, if I can find it here. Oh,
2: good God. You know who went first that year? Who? Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a pretty good pick, I think. So that's a good pick. Where did Cincinnati pick them? They picked fourth. They did take A.J. Okay. A. A. Green, who's not that okay, You, you got to
1: take A.J. Green there, I think.
2: I think yeah, no uh, argument there. Yeah. Um, okay, so far they escaped. You know, the t- the Titans took Jake Locker, a QB. Ooh. The okay. Jaguars took Blaine. Took Blaine Gabbert. All right. So. The Vikings took Christian Ponder.
0: So, so
2: far, they're dodging bullets. So far, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. that year, <laughs> <That's it. laughs>
0: second
2: best quarterback pick in the draft. Yeah, uh, second he, round. He, uh, then, he, then he's the next one taken at at, 35.
1: Uh, wait, right at thirty five. Right after him, could've, they could have yeah. got Kaepernick.
2: They could have got Nealer boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, and there's Kaepernick. not much else. Okay, but let's but let's look let's look at the next at the years coming up now.
1: Yeah, there's Ryan, Ryan, the Ryan Mallet. Ryan Mallet. Ryan yeah, goes no. in the 3rd. Then um I'm I'm scrolling here. seeing what I can find in in the draft here from uh quarterback wise. Man, they really took quarterbacks early. Here's one. Uh, the Bears took Nathan Indrill. So, nothing really major in the late rounds. Tyrod Taylor did go in the 6th round. Uh and he's a decent quarterback. But I, I would take Dalton over Tyrod. I think. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say not better than than Andy Dalton, though.
1: No, no, not better than Andy Dalton. But I would. think. Uh, and that's, I believe, about it. Yeah, that's that's about All it. Right. I'm looking there, But if you but if Pryor, we go to
2: the next it, year, Alright, did get to, taken in the Go, go to the process. next year.
1: All right, hold on, let me get there.
2: Go to 2012 and the the no 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 the. The Bengals had the 17th pick.
1: All right, I'm there.
2: Andrew Luck went number
1: one. Robert Griffin the third went number two that year. So we'll keep looking here to see who. Uh, Ryan Tannehill went eight to the Dolphins. Then, as you were saying, 17. Uh, they took a quarterback,
2: Dre Kirkpatrick,
1: in the first round. Um, now, nothing well, zip
2: down, it. zip down to the third round and look at who they could have had.
1: I'm looking here.
2: Although a lot of teams missed on him.
1: Okay, I'm scrolling here. Uh, Russell Wilson. Seattle in the third round took Wilson from Wisconsin. One they could have had, and I'm still scrolling here. Nick Foles could have gotten taken there in the, I believe that's the third round. Yeah, third round. Nick Foles is there. Let's see. Uh, Kirk Cousins goes in the fourth round to the Redskins. Yeah, they
2: took RG three in the first round, and then their next pick was Kirk Cousins.
1: Yeah, neither one of them's there anymore.
2: and neither one of them worked out. Uh, well, not no, no,
0: no, 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 a whole lot. I mean, Russell
2: I, Wilson, I would, I would argue, would have been, would be a much better quarterback Ryan than Linden. I
1: Ryan Lindley goes in the draft. Uh, yeah, and. Chandler Harnish was the last pick of the draft. So nothing major there. I would have took Wilson, but at the time you had a young Andy Dalton, so I kinda understand I kinda understand where they were coming from there. Twenty thirteen, let me scroll down here. See what we got here.
2: I think Derek Carr went in the second round with the Raiders.
1: Uh, let's see here.
2: That year. No quarterback. No quarterbacks in uh, in the top ten, wow. Yeah, there wasn't much for quarterbacks this year.
1: E.J. Manuel was the first quarterback taken that year in 2013 by the Bills. So the uh, group was pretty weak. Uh, yeah, I remember this was a weak QB class. Geno Smith to the Jets.
0: Uh,
1: scrolling here. Yeah, this was a really weak QB class. My goodness. Uh, Mike Glennon to the Bucks. Yeah, ugh. makes me want to puke. I remember that. Matt Barkley, Eagles took Barkley. Tyler Wilson, the Raiders took him at QB. Landry Jones.
2: You know what, I kind of of shit all over Cincinnati's draft picking, but maybe they weren't as bad as I.
0: (laughs) Give them time.
2: There just doesn't seem to be as much out there as what I would have thought. Although really in the first three or four years, they probably weren't looking that hard either.
0: No, you wouldn't figured that he was
2: the guy.
1: You've already got a guy.
2: I mean, right, there's no but, uh, season two. 2014. It should have been in the last year or two where they should have been picking one.
1: Blake Bortles goes in the first round, third pick in 2014. Uh, let's see
2: who else here. Yeah, that's the year Carl was taken in the second round.
1: Johnny Manziel goes to Cleveland at 22. Oh, uh God. Total waste 50. of a pick that was. The Bengals this season had the 24th pick. They took Darquez Denard, a cornerback. Teddy Bridgewater goes to the Vikings. Let's see who else here. Scroll here. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. The Patriots took him in the second round. Jury's still out on Jimmy G, I think, though. It is. He's a good player, but... Oh wow! Outside of Belichick's system we, we've yet to see it. Which he's been injured, so can't hold that against him. Logan oh, Thomas last
2: year I thought he performed he pretty well. He
1: did it, he did when he got traded, but it's a matter of a full season a full healthy season with one sure. team. Yeah. Tom Savage. Remember Tom Savage? I remember that guy. Any
2: relation uh, to
1: Randy? <laughs> oh yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah, we haven't got a visit from the afterlife for a while there, uh, Tim. i we'll to hear from afterlife ranked we'll savage soon. Zach Mettenberger. I remember that name. Yes. At LSU. Yeah. David Fowles. Uh, Keith Winning. He wasn't winning too much. He's not in the league anymore. Taj Boyd. Jets took Taj Boyd late out of Clemson. I remember there was a lot of hype around that guy. But, yeah, he goes really late in the draft. Sixth round, actually. All right, that's it on that one. Let's take a look at the 2015 draft. Actually, right now Cincinnati's making us look like idiots. Okay. <laughs> right
2: now, no, you won't You won't find anything in 2016. 2017 I, is the year to go look out. Actually,
1: that was 2014. Have you looked yeah. at you won't, you won't
2: find anything until 2017. to right. 2017. All right, I'll skip ahead here. Yeah, no, this time it's a well, I mean this is only a year ago. We should they've
1: Yeah, I, and they probably should have taken somebody last season uh in my opinion. So let's take a look. Right, here. but
2: right, but you look at who they could have got in
1: 2017. Okay. 20 Let's see. 2017. Trebisky
2: goes with the second pick.
1: Everyone thinks the Bears are nuts. They know better than us, clearly. Uh, Patrick Mahomes to the Chiefs. They take John Ross, wide receiver. Oh, ho, ho. Bengals had the ninth pick. They could have took Mahomes. They could have Mahomes. Had, oh,
2: Mahomes. Woo. How do they not make that pick? Well, they take Unless a receiver. they really think. They don't need a quarterback. And even uh-huh, if they he, missed on that one, uh-huh. Sean Watson was two more picks Sean down Watson the road. Sean Watson 12. There, I mean, there you go. There's, a, I mean, all right, I, I will give them credit. They didn't go for a shitty one earlier on. I'll give them points for that. But by this time, they know they need a quarterback. But Deshaun and Kaiser. Take, <laughs> and they didn't take any of these guys. And that doesn't even get us to next year where we've got the entire – first round was damn near quarterbacks, and they didn't take one.
1: Well, only one has proved to be worth a damn so far.
0: Um, Uh, CJ Burthead.
1: You know, CJ Burthead got taken in the third round. I think he's a decent little player.
2: They had guys they could have taken and did not. Yeah, Mahomes and Watson, that's a – what is it? That's 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 a tough sell, boy. You're not impressed with this year's class? I mean,
1: maybe maybe when I look a little closer, I might be. Well, you Dar- got to look at where
2: 20. they went, Nate. That's true. I mean, Sam, they Darnold did go. Is, Sam Darnold is in wait, a Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. I just found something. And how we didn't notice this, Cincinnati in the fifth round could have taken Nathan Peterman.
2: Fuck Nathan How- Peterman probably throws a better interception than Andy Dalton.
1: Nathan Peterman throws a better interception than anybody.
2: Oh, by the way, o- Oakland
1: signed him. So John Gruden, keep up the good work out there, you dumbass.
2: Nathan's not a John Gruden fan.
1: I I preached. He took his I boys preach. to
2: the Super Bowl though.
1: Oh, shut up. <laughs>
2: I mean want. but but to go back to it, okay, Sam Darnold's in a mess in New York. Uh Josh Allen is in a mess in Buffalo. Josh Rosen is in a mess in Arizona. Nobody, I mean Baker Mayfield actually ended up on the best team. Yeah. Even though everybody Good laughed when they picked him first. And don't forget Lamar Jackson, the last pick of the first yeah, round yeah, and he's also actually done better than the other three, well, people to be thought. honest. I don't know why people
1: slept on Lamar Jackson. I thought Lamar Jackson had a great arm coming out of college. Smart kid, knows the system. I I don't understand what everyone was so afraid of. I guess they thought he'd be RG3, but, I mean, he doesn't scramble as much as RG3 does.
2: I'm going to go way out on a limb and probably piss some people off, but I don't care. Um I, yeah, no, I'm going to say it uh, the, the, the sexy quarterback is the white guy I, It's horrible, but it's somewhat true A couple of black guys have done really poorly Not necessarily of their own faults RG3 being the There's been a couple <laughs> And that's the sexy, big-arm-throwing guy is the, is the white guy And I don't know why that is Because there's been plenty of good black quarterbacks Um but I, I really think that that plays into it to some degree. They don't get the the coverage. You know, I mean, look at look at the fucking press Johnny Manziel got.
1: You know, and I'm going to
2: say it. Was he really? I ever missed on Manziel. Yet?
1: I missed on Manziel.
2: You thought Johnny football was going to be a star?
1: I really did. I really thought this kid was going to be a player. I really did.
2: He was a player, all right. Oh,
1: by the way, way, by the way, by the way, Uh, before we move on from the Bengals, um, this is the longest tenured head coaches in the NFL entering this past season. Bill Belichick, 19 years with his team, 27 playoff wins, five Super Bowls. Mike McCarthy, who did recently get released, he had 13 years with the team, 10 playoff wins, one Super Bowl. Mike Tomlin, 12 years with the Steelers, eight playoff wins, one Super Bowl. Sean Payton, 12 years, seven playoff wins a Super Bowl. John Harbaugh, 11 years, ten playoff wins and a Super Bowl. Pete Carroll, nine years with the team, nine playoff wins, one Super Bowl. Marvin Lewis, the second longest tenured coach in the National Football League, 16 seasons with the team, zero playoff wins, zero Super Bowls. Because he's a putz. Because he caught somebody doing coke off of a stripper's ass. That's what I'm, I'm maintaining.
2: Somebody, you know, somebody went crazy at an animal farm or something like that. I've got, heard even uh, Michael, what's his name, is um, it Smith, off of uh, First Take. He even gets on the uh, bingles about keeping uh, Marvin Lewis.
1: It makes no sense. Like, I understand keeping a guy, if he's keeping you consistently in the playoffs and he just can't get over the hump. Okay, I get that. The Bengals have not been in the playoffs in a a hot minute. And they just get worse. And, you know, the Bengals should have won that playoff game against the Steelers. Yes. Does anybody remember that game?
2: Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, they blew that one hard. Oh, my goodness.
1: With the the late hit penalties and and the thugs from the, the Cincinnati and, team, yeah, yep, yeah, the fumble and they they, get, they handed it to Bengals.
2: them. I mean, you look at their, you know, the Bengals were four and one out of the gate this year, and since then they beat Tampa Bay by a field goal, and the only other team they've managed to beat in a uh, seven run stretch is the Raiders.
1: Well, my Buccaneers, we just kind of we just can't put a win together this season. We usually play good for about a half, and then we blow it.
0: I, I don't but know what the answer people I, I don't know what the, the
2: Raiders. Is the Raiders? The answer in the Raiders is get a coach. Good God, John Gruden, he started. Let's 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 let. I'm gonna have a quick look at my uh, depth chart of players. Uh, let's take all the best players I have and let's send them <laughs> those to the guys teams
0: are good. After, we got a trade. I'm after you. all, I'm a really
2: giving guy, and I want the rest of the league to do well. So I'm gonna give up my best players, and then I'll and then I'll tell the media how. God, I wish I had some guys at those positions that I just sent <laughs> all them players away. <laughs> I don't know what happened to them, but God, I, what I wouldn't do to have a a, a pass rusher. Uh, I didn't think we had any here except for that guy, that Pro Bowl guy, but uh, (laughs) screw him. And, uh, by the way, we're losing, (laughs) and uh, I don't know about Derek Carr. I think he might be okay, but I'm not really sure. But I don't know, so we'll throw him out there anyway. But we don't need a quarterback, but we probably should draft one with our first pick, except there aren't any to get. Oh, my God, what a mess. Well, I did hear what they uh, hold on? What, what they should have done, I believe, if they want to trade. If they, they didn't think they could keep Mac, Carr, and Cooper, they should have traded Cooper first and kept Mac. And uh, and you but know, as you say, Tim, look what they look what Dallas has done. Well, they lost like one game since Cooper got there.
0: Look and what he's uh, done there
2: when they actually threw him the ball.
0: Yeah. And
2: Dak Prescott's not that great a passer. Yeah, you and look at Carr. Carr's a good quarterback. Uh, he hasn't thrown a pick. He isn't that bad in, in <laughs> eight games. I don't better. believe his stats aren't bad this year. It's just they have a horrible team. He has nobody to throw to. They're still they're and they're still competing. I mean, he's put up pretty good numbers. Uh, last, they're underrated because they've been losing, but he hasn't <laughs> played horrible though. It's almost like he heard Nate say that when he won his Super Bowl, he did it with another guy's team. So I'm going to tear this team down right to the foundation.
0: <laughs> and then I'm going to
2: build it back up So I can take all the credit for this time around <laughs> He tried that funny. in Tampa
1: And he ended up getting no fired
2: over. He should have been He's just happy to take the Super and Bowl He could have went out there and said You know what, Tony Dungy's a fucking genius Thanks man But I won the Super Shut Bowl, up. yay me But no <laughs> Not John you know what, I I wish I, I feel sorry for Oakland fans or wherever the hell they end up, if it's in Vegas or wherever else they may find themselves. Yeah, you know, there's
1: rumors they're going to have to go to England.
2: <laughs> they can be on
1: the... They don't have a lease for next season. They are they're not going to Vegas until 2020. They are trying to work out a deal with the 49ers to share that stadium...
2: Uh, the giant, the and apparently, Giants the the San Francisco Giants they're trying to work out with. I was it? I thought it was the forty ers I'm sorry. There's not a there's not a university over in that neck of the woods that would give up their stadium to the Raiders on Sundays.
1: I mean I don't know why, you know, USC uh, Olympic Yeah, Olympic Auditor- has gotta <laughs>
2: be uh, Shit, why can't they play in the Rose Bowl? Yeah, the Rose Bowl, UCLA. Well, a. three well then you'd have three teams in LA if they did that. True. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. But yeah, okay. But this is the Raiders we're talking about. They don't give a shit about any of that. <laughs> they wouldn't. But they would it would only be, be for a year. It would only be for a year.
0: But I know. The let's stand up, Boise the State.
2: Of- well, the Raiders can play on that fucking blue monstrosity of a the field they got up there. And then John Gruden will start to look for players who have got. blue I believe blue yesterday in their they were saying that, like you said, Nathan, uh the, the Giants I uh, think are going to be welcome to the idea that a lot of the people there were welcome Ooh, to that. So that could happen. It's a fairly good chunk of uh, of revenue that you don't have to do anything yeah, I mean, in the buildings.
1: I hate. Building I absolutely there. hate. I absolutely, for the life of me, hate when when football teams play on a baseball field like Oakland does, but. You know, they would finally get them a stadium out in in, in Los Angeles.
2: Where do the Padres Who? play? San Diego.
1: Who? Look
2: about stadium wise, though,
0: they
1: play in the A's Stadium, yeah. Oakland A's.
2: So the Chargers and the day. and the Raiders played in the same field.
1: No, 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 no. The the Raiders played in the Oakland A stadium.
2: Right, but where but the Chargers must have played where did they play?
1: San Diego.
2: Right, but okay, so why can't the Raiders go play in San Diego for a year? I mean I guess they could. Well, I don't know why they would. Well I mean, it's not real far. Well it's better than it's better than playing on a better road. than England. <laughs> Today from Worcestershire the Worcestershire Raiders. <laughs> You know what, Oakland? You're more than welcome
1: to come play in Charleston, West Virginia, if you'd like to. There's there's plenty of football stadiums around here. Hey, you come if play, if I
2: own even a big fancy high school in that neck of the woods, and I got even a four or five thousand seater, I you could probably, you know, I'll give it to you cheap. You don't have more than five thousand fans anyway. Who are we kidding?
1: <laughs> Believe it or not, Raiders fans are actually very diehard. I'll give them credit. They, oh, gotcha. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: That's probably one of the reasons why they can't find a building. Is because they're probably, I imagine, they're a little hard on the facilities. Those fellas.
1: <laughs> well, there's a lot of drinking that goes on. I know that. Yeah, the Raiders Nation is pretty, pretty uh, amped up.
2: I can't blame. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of professional. Like I'm, I'm trying to think more along the college end of things. I don't there's know there's if San, be a, San Jose may a, a stadium decent. out there. There's got to be a half-decent stadium somewhere near Oakland.
0: I don't know. Well, you well, I mean, when you think so.
2: about it, I mean, UCLA, USC, Stanford, Cal, all those places have all got their own fields, and that's just the five, you know, L.A.-based teams. There's got to be a whole shitload of other teams in the Pac-12 and all that that have got – half decent stadium that you could play, play in for a year.
0: Let me
2: look up here. Fumble uh, rusky by the Chiefs and the Raiders or the Raiders, yeah I wish. The Seahawks have recovered the fumble. Killing a Kansas City Drive with ten seconds left in the second quarter. i check on the
0: outcome of every football game, this game's no so different uh, Boy, uh look at that guy.
2: Like if here. anybody's watching, that's what happens when you hold the football like a Christmas Ball, like a, ham. Yeah, like a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you deserve to have that knocked out of your hand. That's just Why? poor, yeah. poor yeah. Uh, basic Ball football there. <laughs> yeah, that, that was not good. The the Apparently, the San Francisco
1: Demons of the XFL played five home games in AT&T Park in 2001,
2: so uh, that one's looking more have and have more a, like a possibility. Yeah, they showed actually an outline uh, yesterday on uh, Sports Center of like the what the football field. Most of it, like, was, of course, was in the outfield, but um, you know, you've, as you were saying, Nathan, the Raiders are always going over second base. <laughs> At some point, when they play yeah, at the
0: so, yeah. You know, a lot of people of are saying they should what move about to soccer Vegas stadium.
1: early. A lot of people are saying they should move out to, uh, U- and play at the uh, UNLV football stadium. Since they're going to oh, go to Vegas right. anyway. All
2: right. Yeah.
1: But uh, according to this, it says, If the Raiders do go, where might they play in 2019? Um the feeling is the NFL would prefer the Raiders to move their home games 35 miles down the road to Levi Stadium, which is where the 49ers play, and apparently their owner wants nothing to do with that. Uh they could play at San Jose State Stadium, which holds 30,000 people. Um uh, the thought is neither Cal nor Stanford would welcome the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> And apparently, the San Francisco Giants' AT&T Park is beautiful for baseball, but not so much for football. And besides, with the lawsuit, Davis would surely want out of the Bay Area entirely, right? Uh, San Antonio's Alamo Dome, there was mention of that. Uh, San Diego, they said there's a possibility for that, but they might want to They're trying Los Angeles as a possibility. Maybe even go to Vegas early and then they could play in Glendale, Arizona. So there's a lot of places that the Raiders they could should end just, up.
2: They should move the team to Vegas, and then on Sunday they should just drive 110 miles out outside of the town, spray paint the lines on the desert in green, and play.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd be totally –
1: fans must bring lawn chairs. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, throw up
2: some old some – old, uh, you know, like old high school gymnasium, you know, that's kind of set up with some bleachers, and we get what we get. What a game that would be. I,
1: I really, really do wish that the Raiders would play at a high school field somewhere. That would be the greatest thing
2: in the world. You know, you'd think it wouldn't be that hard to come up with a – somebody somewhere would see, okay, you know, what – what are they I mean I don't know what kind of numbers we're talking about But boy I mean you would think like to a to a college or a, or a, that would be a significant bump in uh, yeah that you could use for a lot of things even if it's only what eight games but,
1: Yeah but every time that there's wear and tear Extra staff you have to pay, and who knows how much right, the
2: Raiders you, you to charge rent. them rent. I mean, you make them get insurance. You charge them rent, then you charge you take a cut of everything that they're pulling. And they, I mean, if they're the ones who need the place to play, not the other way around. Yeah, and, you know, you kind of got them by the shorties if you really want to have them. Guess that just goes yeah. to show you how much the Raiders are not really that popular. <laughs> Yes. I don't know. It's an interesting. It's going to be an interesting story to see how that plays out. Maybe LeBron can slap him up a stadium real quick.
0: <laughs>
2: the promised stadium Are money. <laughs> Are the Raiders going to be in the top five uh, to pick? I can't remember the record. I one. They got to they be close. I don't know because there's be. a couple of real shitty teams. Uh, the Jets are four and eleven. Jaguars are five and the Raiders ten. And the Raiders 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 are three and eleven. So that they're fighting it out with the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So I believe they have. they have the Bears first round? Which that'll be a later pick.
0: Is there really not
2: that sexy a pick for next year? Not really an offense, or not yeah, there's no quarterback or wide receiver that I can think of that is all lat in the bag of chips um, yeah bag will he'll 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 pick a defensive lineman and then tell everybody, thank God they finally filled the void <laughs> <laughs> in the first round from some college nobody's ever heard of, they take the kicker. They did take Sebastian Janikowski well, in the first, round. the first round. Yeah. They've, yeah, they've, that's why I said it. I mean, it's not that far-fetched. He's still playing. And did you see him avoid that tackle the other day? Yeah. Last week?
0: The punter? <laughs> that, was, that was absolutely oh, it was beautiful.
2: Yeah. It was like, yeah, I could maybe try to hit that guy, but no. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> did you all see Too the old. punter
1: with the tackle for the Falcons yeah. today?
2: Yeah, that was awesome. That was also Woo! a piece of a beautiful piece of work. I enjoyed that. Every kicker needs to watch that. At least one time every kicker should get a chance to really do that too. Just lay out a guy. Cuz Lord knows they get picked off enough times. Especially when they're not paying attention and they get blasted on a kicker turn. I don't know. I know. I've come up with a solution, Nate. You're probably going to like this, too. We hijack Donald Trump's GoFundMe. And instead of building a wall, we build the Raiders of stadium. stadium. <laughs> well, Nate must have had to have gone and dealt with commercials or something again. He's fled the building for a minute. As you were talking, the, so, the Bears, though... Uh, you know, like you said, John Gruden pretty much made two teams a playoff team. This, year. I mean, the Dallas weren't uh, destined for the playoffs until they made a trade with Cooper. And then, of course, the Bears, they hadn't made the playoffs in a while until they got back. Mm, he, he certainly didn't hurt either of those two franchises no. with those moves. No. I'm sure they're both one. Thank you, thank you. And I Gruden know I would love to for somebody to rewind the tape to particularly the, the Dallas move where everybody saw oh, they give up a first-round pick. Right. Yeah, but uh, show, show me show me who he's going to pick in the first round. That's better than Amari Cooper. Tell tell me who that's going to be. Right, and then of course now it's going to be in the twenties. Is it? I think it's next year, right? They get next year's. I believe so. It isn't, yeah, it's not going to be top ten or anything. Right, right. It's going to be a late so round. So they're yeah. I mean they're not going to get much, and
0: and even the, the ones going that to
2: they be a late round pick too. Yeah, I mean they're they're not going to get no Khalil Mack with that pick, unless they get really lucky, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, not not from the get-go anywhere. They're going to get anybody of that. I mean, they could fall into something. That always happens too. But um, I don't know. I mean, I guess he's got uh, he's got the ownership's blessing there, and he can pretty much do what he wants. But it sure seems like, and everybody's glad he's back there. You know, but um, but, like it, but it, it doesn't seem to make a. You know, there again, I'm not the biggest football guy in the world, but even I'm going. Okay, well, like, what are you doing? Right. I'm, I'm just not understanding the the what the, the long term goal is here, except to get worse. Right. And I remember his, like you said, his press conference because people want to come and play for the Raiders. People have been calling me. Okay. Well, who? <laughs> Lyle <laughs> El Jesus. Yeah, but I guess he, I guess he couldn't call him. But Lyle Alzado. <laughs> I don't think anybody's calling anybody at the Raiders because they're just dying to play for the Raiders.
1: So the Raiders and the Cardinals, right? That's the two that we've That's, decided yeah,
2: are yeah, they're, so, they're neck and neck.
1: So the Raiders are three and eleven. Who do they got next week?
2: They must play they Monday play night, the eh? Chiefs, I believe.
1: Well, they play. Does, do they go, does Oakland play tomorrow they going night?
2: Well, they haven't played they've only played 14 games. They must have to play one more yet. Like they got two games left. They play Denver tomorrow.
1: Okay, they yeah, got Denver okay, tomorrow
2: they, and then the Chiefs they play next week. The Broncos week. and and then the Chiefs. So they should go they should go 3 and 3 and out. And I know the Cardinals have got to play Seattle and Seattle needs to win. So they probably should go Who how does that tiebreaker work? That's what I'm wondering could come down to the, their competition they played, like the record. And and then sometimes there's even a coin flip, like I think it was this year or last year the Raiders had. Oh, Gruden. Even the 49ers had a coin flip. Gruden already knowing who he wants to pick will graciously step aside and take the second pick. And what they'll do is, is uh, say, if the Raiders win the first pick, then in the second round, the uh, Arizona will pick first. And the According to the what football. I'm
1: reading here, the three and eleven Cardinals are primed to get the first pick, according to this. So, and according to this, they've got they've got uh, this is you know Todd McShay of course he's got the Cardinals projected to take Ohio State defensive end Nick Bosa. And then the Raiders would have the second pick, and he has them taking defensive tackle Quinnen Williams.
2: There you go, defensive lineman.
1: They need a little bit of everything.
2: Well, I would say I would have, would have thought I, mean, I would have thought Arizona would go for offensive linemen. They got a quarterback, or at least they think they've got a quarterback. So you'd think you'd maybe want to protect him with. Uh,
0: yeah, you would
1: think. Uh, so you know, we're according about. to McShay right now, uh, I'm not seeing a lot of
2: quarterbacks here. There aren't any.
1: I'm looking here. I see the first quarterback going according to McShay is Justin Herbert from Oregon. And then the next one being the Giants taking Dwayne Haskins from Ohio
2: State. Yeah, the the, the, the quarterback sexy. Really bad. Yeah, the the sexy quarterbacks in the in college football right now are not. Uh, and no listing of Will Greer anywhere. Today, well, uh, see, I would I would think Will Greer should be projected. I think they said he wasn't going until the second round.
0: Hmm, but hell, he's
2: got a good arm on him. I mean, he's he's got some work to do.
1: He's more of a he's more of a pro passer than a regular passer. But if, you've for got college, a, I think, if you've got a if you've got a team got,
2: with a, a yeah, you got a team with a decent offensive line, and he can stay in the pocket and throw, and not worry about getting killed. Uh, I would think he would transfer fairly. I mean, he reminds me a lot of of uh, like a Ben Roethlisberger type of guy. Not not that great with the wheels, but Got a good enough arm that he can make them crazy throws to places other guys can't.
1: Great arm, deadly accurate. I don't know. I I like him more than any quarterback coming out of Oregon. Which well, and I'll me. definitely
2: take him over the you know the uh, uh, the Alabama guys and all that, even though they got those really hot stats. But those guys won't. Well, Tula won't, can't even come out this year, can he? No, but those guys won't project to NFL anyway. They're not. They're, they're not the right kind of players.
1: And don't forget, uh, Murray is probably going to go play baseball. Yeah. And uh,
2: yeah, what's the other one? Him. Jalen Hurts. I don't know if he's out I think he was talking about transferring. What was that, yeah. Jeff? Yeah, well, Kyler Murray, I think the A's picked him. So. Yeah, the A's took him. Yeah. So
1: he's, he's probably gonna not play even going to play football in the NFL. The Heisman yeah. winner, not going to play football
2: in the NFL. Yeah. Well, as we've we've had that discussion before too, where we award right, winners played for the Knicks, so Yeah, the, I mean Heisman ball. winning a Heisman really is not very indicative of whether what kind of an NFL career you're gonna have.
1: Very true. Jason White, we're looking at you. But uh Tim Tebow. I mean, a lot of people say Tebow just didn't get a fair shake. I say he wasn't mm. that great.
2: Really, uh, I think he I think he could have played somewhere and been mediocre. But who who wants that? I mean, that's not the goal, right? I think the Steelers are still embarrassed that they that he beat them in the playoffs that year. Huh. You know, <laughs> well, he was. didn't so much. Was a beat shot, and...
1: He didn't so much beat them as that defense for Denver beat them.
2: Right, right. They had a good defense that year. But...
1: And I'll say that Tebow did complete the big pass, but Hell, I could have completed that pass. That was a blown coverage assignment. At least that's my opinion.
2: Well, I don't know about. Maybe you throwing the ball. Maybe I think we might be reaching there a bit. But you're
1: also an asshole. But nobody asked you. So.
2: <laughs> well, Merry Christmas to you too, mate.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh God. I hope you fucking choke on a turkey bone and die, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't wish that on you. I take that back. Please don't. No. I hope Bye you then. almost. <laughs> I hope you choke on a turkey bone and almost die. <laughs> I don't want. Nah, I don't wish anything. I don't even wish that kind of shit on my enemies. They, bad people. They they get the. They their karma will catch up to them. I I don't need to wish any hateful shit on anyone. Uh, bad people will get what they got coming to them eventually, and uh, the odd one who gets screwed over, will justice will find those people, and the ones who got hosed will eventually climb out of the mess that they got in and be all right. So uh, I think the world will take care of itself, so I wish you no Christmas ill will. Better not.
1: Beat that ass.
2: I'm curious <laughs> as to, I want you to, you're going to have to call me, though, so we can compare gifts. Okay. See what you got, because you know, I can hear you already. I got a Macho Man action figure, and a, <laughs> <Uh-ho>. <laughs> and a WWE ring, and a <laughs> and a belt. <laughs>
0: hey, <Yeah.
2: laughs> don't joke about the belt. And a and a rare ECW Hardcore Championship belt signed by Mick Foley. <laughs>
1: there was no ECW Hardcore title.
2: I don't know. Paulie Dangerously. So there is now. Guess I shouldn't have got you want, one, eh?
1: All I want is the robe Ric Flair wore in the nineteen ninety two Royal Rumble. Is that too much to ask?
2: Yes. Far too much. And
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: rather ridiculous. That's Jeff's favorite
0: too. That's Jeff's favorite. To yeah.
2: May have to rob you for that. that one, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you telling me that you would rather have the robe than the cash for what that robe cost?
1: I mean I'd rather maybe. have the robe. That's a pretty
2: cool Nate. robe. Nate. <laughs> Good God. Don't you know you're
0: gonna I spend even, my money on you wrestling You can have shit? Ric Flair's
2: robe, and you can wait till there's nobody home, and you can prance around in it naked pretending you're Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Or you can take I, you the thousands and thousands of dollars that thing costs and look after your family. You want to answer I, that question family again?
1: Family, shmamly. This is, oh, this is the 92 Rumble we're
2: talking about here. I'd like to All have a type you. from the 92 Rumble. That's just weird, man. (laughs) Yeah, okay, now we're getting into some strange (laughs) ground here, Jeff. Um, Now, sure, fabulous moolahs outfit from the Rumble, all right. but (laughs) Actually, back in the day, there probably wasn't any women anywhere near that thing, was there? Uh, Not really. Not even in the uh, valet department, really.
1: Ninety two, uh the That's only female manager the only female valet in ninety two that appeared at the ninety two rumble was Sherry Martell. Yeah, yeah she never Sapphire? really She never
2: what really is did it? it for me. What was Sapphire?
1: Oh, Dusty was gone. Dusty left oh, okay. WWE uh nineteen ninety. Okay. Went back and took the book in uh W C W. Uh but yeah, it? I mean Sherry walked out with Million Dollar Man. He was the number two entry in that Rumble. Uh, so yeah, that's,
2: that's a quick the only female
1: one. I recall <laughs> on that show.
2: He didn't last too well, long. Didn't... He lasted almost as Bushwhacker uh, like Luke did. <laughs> he he did not last very long. Bulldog put him out. Okay, so on the on the Dusty Road subject was his gimmick, in fact, a rib. Yes or no?
1: Oh, God, yes. You know it was. (laughs) I don't want anybody to tell me that that wasn't at least some sort of joke or big screw you for
2: what he did. If it it wasn't, what in God's name possessed him to go with it if it wasn't? (laughs) You know why he did it?
1: (laughs) He got it over. And you know why he got it over? To prove that he could. (laughs) Yeah, but everybody already
2: knew he could. That he didn't prove anything.
1: I don't think Vince McMahon think, thought he could. I think I think Vince okay, was thinking, yeah, but oh, We're talking okay. about
2: we're talking about Vince McMahon, who I'm pretty sure now doesn't know what the NWA is and or the WCW, and he bought it, and I'm pretty sure he's not quite sure what it was.
1: <laughs> well, I bet he thought Dusty would flounder. And he tried to flounder and He only got like a minute and a half match at WrestleMania six. So, okay, but, speaking
2: of which, Nate, before I forget. Yeah. Shift gears quick. Um uh, All right. I, I, picking up the Chris Collinsworth thing
0: Okay. Are you by yeah. your phone? Yeah. I'm all, all right. On
2: the I just I just sent you the first picture. Yes or no?
1: Might not show up.
2: It's on your your personal
1: one. Um, I assume.
2: Okay, After sorry. There. It was that was that was on my end apologies, okay, I got it, okay, yes or no like like this, yes or no,
0: <laughs> and then you can share funny. with
2: jeff when get- then you can share funny. with Jeff when we're done, okay, there's one,
0: <laughs> okay,
2: here's the second one,
0: okay <laughs>
2: all right, and then the third one
0: That's is what fantastic. I think when.
2: Okay, and the third one is this one. Now tell me who you think he looks like. Oh my God! And then I'll tell you who I think he looks like, Mister Burns. God,
1: he he does look like, dude, He does look like that guy.
2: All right, I don't know if you can share them with Jeff somehow. Maybe, I'm not uh, sure.
1: no uh, I I can't. But uh, Chris Collinsworth looks like <laughs> looks like Mike Wolf.
0: From American Pickers,
1: he, he
2: does look a bit like Mike Wolf
1: in that picture. He does look
0: like Mike from American Pickers,
1: <laughs> and he also he looks bass. like Butthead. From, he was some Butthead.
2: Seabass is down, guys. He just kicked the field goal and it went wide left. But think he might be in bad shape here. A personal foul, roughly. Not the, the seabass. Let's see. Well, let's be honest. I mean. He ain't getting out of the way of any rush. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's a nasty spill for a 42-year-old kicker. Ooh, 42-year-old overweight over- kicker. Okay, yeah, but he took the legs right out of him, and he landed right on his back. Yeah, a Hopefully
1: just got the breath knocked out of him.
2: Oh, wow. How much money do you think Sebastian Janikowski has made kicking field goals?
1: Well, let's find out.
2: He made a. It's got to I mean, be a, a pretty good. Yeah, he has got for to the, have made for a two thousand draft. Yeah. A pretty good pile of money. Uh, oh, let's go,
1: Pereira, I'll, I'd uh, be a little bit Pereira's worried guy.
2: if I was the guy who hit him because he's going to call the Russian mob and they're going to put a hit <laughs> out on the guy. That. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a huge penalty because <laughs> now that. Uh, that's going to change that three into a seven, probably. Well, somebody drop-kicked a 55-yard field shit? goal in practice. You see him yeah. drop-kicking huh. field goals from 50 yards out? Wow. Yeah. That's He's insane.
1: Uh, Sebastian Zinikowski, in his lifetime as a kicker, has made, in 19 seasons, $52,885,137. <laughs>
2: Jesus. Good on you, Sebastian. Good on you. <laughs> He's probably drank half of it. <laughs> and ate the other half. <laughs> In
1: 2009, he... Actually, I take it back. In 2013, he had his highest salary. He made $5.3 million that year for the Raiders.
2: I you think, wonder the, the, uh, you think the Seattle uh, training staff even bothers? <laughs> Oh, about the Sebastian, uh, we got weigh you because we got to, but yeah, you know, you you should lose some weight, but we know you're not gonna. So, uh, <laughs>
1: Sebastian uh, kicks it's the it's a, field goal and goes down, and he's hurt, and they're packing him off the field, and he's just like, "Can of corn, and I'll be fine. Can of corn." <laughs> <laughs> Give
2: me a gravy IV stat. get <laughs> a, a KFC rag. and the gravy IV, and I'll be fine.
1: I mean, let's be honest here. Sebastian Geniakowski gives all of us hope.
2: So, I mean, <laughs> well, mind you, he was not always the butterball that he is now. No, I mean he's in his forties
1: for God's sake. So,
2: okay. give him credit I say, there. I don't remember. Man, I barely remember my forties, man. I mean, fifty is <laughs> well, a your tough point. year. <laughs> That's your fault. It's not my fault. I was born when I was born. I couldn't do a damn thing about it. You think I, if I couldn't erase fifteen years or so, I wouldn't? <laughs> no, he's back out there again. Yeah, you let's can't see if be better. Let's you see if that tumble rattled me. him or not. Oh, right down You can't. You can't rattle the sea bass. <laughs> uh, no, I'll tell you what. If if it's a long, I mean, I maybe not so much now because I don't know what kind of leg strength he's got left. But there was a time when if you needed like a fifty-yarder kicked, give me him. I think is still around? Things got quiet because Nate went. Yeah, well, see when there's a whenever I, there's I a score. Yeah, when there's a score, he's got to go change. He's got to go uh, play the commercial. Sorry, I'm back for a second. <laughs> Yeah, I had to run in there And play the commercials (laughs) The man who comes up on my television screen And makes my wife laugh every time Who, me? Look, it's (laughs) West (laughs) Vernate But it's always fun to hear from you. Yeah, without without fail That is her first thing out of her mouth Oh, West Vernate's gone
1: you probably missed me yesterday. I didn't call yesterday.
2: Well, I saw you were... Uh, well, social media is a wonderful thing. I saw you were busy doing shit, so I knew you. you know, I would take a person. Yeah,
1: I was pretty busy.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't, you really, have any I don't predictions expect to hear Super from Bowl? you tomorrow or uh, Christmas Day, either, for that matter. I assume you're going to be busy. What is it, Jeff? I didn't hear you. You don't have any predictions for the Super Bowl? Ooh. Totally tough to Let me
1: think on that. I'll be right back and I'll I'll
2: come in with my prediction. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a toughie. I I don't know. There's been a couple of teams that have surged and looked like I you know, I was really kind of a Rams fan there for a bit. And then the Saints kinda of looked like they were really meant business and the Chiefs kinda of looked like they meant business and the Chargers there for a bit. All right. And now yeah. I'm now I'm back to I you know, I don't really know. It's kinda of tough to gauge. Uh I really and like I, and the saints in that's painful NFL. to say, but you know, the any playoff with the Patriots in it, I can't rule them out. No, no, you can never count them out. Never. As much as I would like to. Right. You, you know who I'd like to see win it? Who's that? I mean I mean I, I I'm a Dallas fan, so of course I'd love to see the Cowboys win it but they ain't gonna, so that's I can wipe that clean. I think if they I would have, have made it trade before the year started, I think they would they would Definitely. I I would like right to there. see the Chicago Bears win the Super Bowl. It's. I mean,
0: they not going to
2: happen. As good chances. Just I believe the Saints playing at home. They got they locked up home field advantage. I believe Sean Payton's five and zero oh in the playoffs at home.
1: You can't beat the Saints at home. You you just can't do it. It's near. Well, it's next good. to impossible. I mean, for the
2: Chiefs off. or for the Chiefs or the Chargers to get there, they're going to have to beat New England at some point, unless New England gets knocked out in the first round, which is probably not going to happen. Um,
1: I think the Chiefs, because they had to release Kareem Hunt, shot themselves in the foot. I really do. As good as Mahomes is, Kareem Hunt helped that offense
2: click. Well, they, they haven't been there with him.
0: So yeah, that he's a young quarterback.
1: Be... He, I think he'll struggle uh, as we head forward. I think it's finally time for the San Diego Char- or the, the Los Angeles Chargers to get to the Super Bowl. I think it'll be the Chargers and the Saints. And I think the Saints are going to beat them. Just because Philip Rivers yeah. knows this could be his only chance, Melvin Gordon will be a hundred percent. they've got the best receivers they've ever had there, so I just got this feeling.
2: I was thinking that too until last night
1: again, Gordon's not a hundred percent they can win on the road they, they won't can. you know they can and that that's what's going to be big for them. they're going to have to win on the road because they're unfortunately they're probably going to end up the wild card which I mean if they get home field that's going to be big but I think the Saints the Saints are going to take the NFC a team though that I'm I'm kind of if there's two sleeper teams for me in the playoffs this year and number 1 is the Houston Texans they have quietly had a very good season and nobody's talking about them Losing Will Fuller, they trade and get Demarius Thomas, who is a a threat at the two. They have DeAndre Hopkins, who's a a great receiver. They have Lamar Miller. Deontay Foreman's back healthy. Alfred Blue's a good running back. Deshaun Watson's proven that he can be a good quarterback. Oh, and they have Jadavion Clowney and J.J. Watt rushing you, so they have a great front four pass rush. They're a very good team. And they don't get; they're not getting the respect they deserve. The Texans could sneak into the playoffs and do some damage and knock some teams out. And another team you got to keep your eye on: Chicago Bears. They are a scary defensive team.
2: Yeah. And one more. If they,
1: and people need to pray. People need to pray that the Eagles don't sneak in. They really need that's to worry. Another,
2: that's another they, one. If the Eagles somehow backdoor their way into the playoffs, watch out.
1: Yeah. You, nobody wants to play them right now, and another team nobody wants to play ever around this time of year is the Seattle Seahawks. If the Seahawks win the, if the Seahawks sneak in at the wild card, nobody wants to play them either, because they, they have, they have they a history of winning big games.
2: The only thing there is you won't have to play them in Seattle. Yeah,
1: yeah. that that's a good thing.
2: That's the saver there, because C- that that place is a freaking madhouse.
1: The hardest places to play in the NFL to me are New England, Green Bay, Seattle, New Orleans. That's your hardest place to play.
2: Yeah, I I agree with Seattle, New Orleans, definitely. I think Green Green Bay uh, is a new desert facility. (laughs) Completely no water. That's a tough spot to get a game done in. But I, think those I don't know are, but those it's going to be fun. interesting, boys. That's all I know, and that's and to be honest, that's the way I like it. I, I, I like that I'm looking at it and going, you know what? I don't have a snowball's chance in hell of guessing who's going to win. It could be yeah, one of either. five or six easily, and then three or four more that if they did win, I couldn't go, well, who saw that coming? Um, there's no, you know, even the wild card teams. I mean, we're looking at like Seattle, potentially uh, Philadelphia. Like they're yeah, not there's not, there's not some team probably. that's in there that you're going, okay, how in the hell did they get into the playoffs? Yeah. We don't have one of those this year. So, it's going to be fun to watch. I know that much. And and good on and, the NFL. And and they, they needed a little help. So, that, that the playoff games the are way, nice and tight.
1: That's the way the NFL, and that's why the NFL so good, is because year in and year out, you have teams that are always there, always competing, but at the same time we don't know who's gonna win. We have no clue.
2: I mean, We're for sitting the, here going, for the first Yo, time in a long time. I mean New England's in the playoffs, but they're not a shoe in this time around.
0: Let me tell you about so, New
2: England and what pisses
1: me off about New England. I've never looked it up, but I'd love to, to search the records of the teams that New England has to play in their division for the past I don't know however many years.
2: They play you, in the worst division. You're probably right, but there's always a worse division than... No, If that, is there? If that was the case, somebody from the central, NFC Central should have won the Super Bowl a few times.
1: But but is there a worse division in football?
2: The Bills well, been. I would say the, the NFC East is not, East is not particularly powerful.
1: The, the Bills, for the past few years, the Bills have been just a joke. Absolutely a joke. All right. Then we look at the Jets, who haven't haven't had a relevant quarterback since Chad Pennington
2: in the playoffs. Oh, no. since Joe since Joe Namath. Let's not kid ourselves. Well, I'm
1: talking about in the playoffs. At least Pennington got him to the playoffs. Then we sure. look at the Dolphins, who haven't made the playoffs in what seems like a, a millennium.
2: <laughs> since Dan Marino.
1: Well, we looked it up. We
2: looked it up. The last time, the
1: I think the Jets won the division, or the, it was either the Jets, I believe it was the Jets, won the division one in like 2000-something. <laughs> New England's it won the division. It might have been the division. Chad like, Pennington
2: in Miami, for that matter. I think the Dolphins yeah, okay. won the year Brady got hurt, I believe.
1: Yeah, the they game. did. That was the year. And other than that, New England's won the division every year since 2001. Yeah. You can't tell me that that, like – that's six wins most of the time.
2: Yeah, well, I think Brady's well, like scoring well, thing. four games. Guys and got Mr. to look Beals and in see actually if that's actually true. Are they actually are they actually booking those six wins every year from those guys?
1: Well, I mean, again, maybe I they know, are. I don't know, but. they normally they normally drop one to Miami. I will say that because Miami gets them once a year at least, but they usually beat Buffalo pretty handedly. Yeah. And then they normally handle, um, they normally handle the Jets. The Jets haven't been relevant in a long time. So again, I'm just looking at it as, eh, you know, they play in a weak division. So that's six games that they're, eh, okay, they're you know whatever. But again, but don't get me wrong. I'm not saying New England's not good.
2: They are. Yeah.
1: Can't count them uh, out, that's well, for sure. No, you can't. The only good thing that most teams will know is New England. On in if they get through the first round of the playoffs at home, the second week they're going to be on the road. Because it's not uh, often New England actually goes on the road in the playoffs. The two right uh,
2: now. What do you say that the, the Patriots have been winning since what two thousand and one?
1: Yeah. Uh, other than like one year.
2: One. Um, okay. Their record against Buffalo, anyway. I'd have to pull the other two up, and I could, but we're running out of time. Um, not that that necessarily matters, but uh,
0: uh,
2: they they have only lost to Buffalo four times in that period. There you go. Um, and let me look up who else do we want to look at. Uh, uh, New York Jets. Just go ahead. Take your
1: time and look it up because this is interesting, and I want to know.
2: Yeah, we got. We can go over for two hours if we want to. We can do whatever we want. It's the holidays, so uh, New York Jets versus New England. Uh, since 2001, we have one, two, three, four, five, slightly six, six losses to them. And the last one is the. Who else am I looking at? The Dolphins. Dolphins. This
0: Dolphins. one
1: will be the biggest. This will be the biggest number. But ten losses Miami. in in him what sixteen, seventeen years. From two teams,
2: Miami Dolphins. Yeah. But, you know, against the Steelers, I think Brady's eight and two in his career. I mean, they've yeah. been they've been pretty good. They really? I mean, I, mean, they, I mean, they don't they lose it much. Okay, and they've this lost 12 one of, times one of to the Dolphins. Years.
1: How many? 12. 12? Okay. I figured the Dolphins had given them more
2: losses than most. Yeah. So that's what? 12 and 6 and 4? Yeah. Correct?
1: So you're looking at.
2: Well, that's 22, 22 losses out of a possible twice a year for. About a 60-something. They're pulling about 70%. They're pulling against those three teams. So not a whole lot of losses anyway.
1: No. Exactly. And that's what you run into. I mean, they lose 22 times in, you know, 17 years. It's kind of crazy.
2: Uh, well I mean I'm glad I, I, would, I, would suppo- I would suppose too you might argue that the uh um because they the it's not the uh, uh well, what's the word I want to use? It's not the Steelers versus the Vikings kind of football. No, I mean but but look at it, it's like No, but that's the benefit to them. They're not beating teams them that the we, Buffalo get, Bills and the Patriots are not beating the shit out of each other on Sunday.
1: But remember, every year look at what let's just use Pittsburgh as an example. Pittsburgh's kind of a a big-time team. Every year, Pittsburgh has to play Baltimore twice. Usually Cincinnati is is decent. They have to play Cincinnati twice. Granted, there's always going to be a team in a division that's struggling every year, but Buffalo and New York have been repeatedly terrible for a long time. (laughs) And and that's no shot against Buffalo or, or the Jets, but when you're bad for that long, like you look at it, you play the Patriots twice a year for 17 years. So that's four games a year for 17 years. That's a lot of games.
2: Let, let me just well, do now, that. Now one and as Jeff said, if you take a record of the Patriots versus the Steelers in that same so time period. that's
1: 58 wins. That's fifty-eight wins the Patriots have gotten in seventeen seasons, just from the, playing the Jets.
2: The, the Patriots are five and eleven against the Steelers in that same time period. Yeah, like eleven wins oh. five losses.
1: No, you're saying. Yeah, no. Five. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're
2: eleven the, and no, five. The Steelers are, 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 are eleven and five against New England in that same. Time period.
1: Well, you got to remember, back in the early two thousands, New England uh, they they did have a year where they
2: struggled. But oh, sorry again, no, I've got that. Ba- sorry, I got that yeah. backwards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go New England is, is eleven and five.
2: Yeah. But still, okay. That's, that's close to fifty percent, not seventy percent. Well, look at it like this, though.
1: Those and aren't in the last very... uh, Pittsburgh doesn't play last... New England every year. New England doesn't play Pittsburgh every year. They're not no. on the schedule. Whereas Buffalo and New York are on the schedule twice a year. That's four games right. that New England gets every year.
2: Well not saying I suppose you, not saying it's I mean, their
0: fault. It's gonna happen like to that. somebody,
2: so I mean yeah, it's I, mean, happen. I would it's do, I would say I don't disagree with you. But the Patriots still win the Super Bowl every year, and they got to beat no, somebody else can, to do I'm it not so, trying to take away from New England, but... or not every year, wouldn't but... You
1: rather, wouldn't you rather play Buffalo twice a year than Baltimore twice a year? Like, wouldn't your players be better off no, playing sure. Buffalo I mean, twice I, a year? I you would think so, anyway. No, I mean, because Buffalo's never really... Not since the early 90s has Buffalo been considered a a real contender. Like, they made it to the playoffs last season with, like, a 500 record, but... You know, Buffalo's not really been a real contender in a long time. Usually, if you had to name all 32 teams in the NFL, you'd probably forget about Buffalo
2: and the Worcestershire Raiders.
1: (laughs) No, no, it's just that's just the point I I wanted to make uh, that the Jets, that the Patriots, who are one of the best teams in the league year in and year out. Because of their coach and their players and who they have, they play in probably the worst division in football.
2: So I've got a better idea, Nate. Can we move the Raiders to that awesome city in England uh, that you probably Which heard one? of?
0: You may Which have one? heard of
2: Twat England. <laughs>
1: that would sum it up.
2: And we could call them the Twat Raiders.
1: Twat Raiders. I think I'm going to adopt that. <laughs>
2: I think, that, I think we got to I think we got to make that happen Hashtag What Raiders
0: What would the Queen say trend?
2: about Raiders What would the Queen Ooh. say about John
0: Gruden Oh John Gruden
2: You will never be knighted You silly fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh no the Queen could go on for
0: about John Gruden <laughs> Oh god
2: <laughs> Queen hates John
0: oh. Gruden
1: Oh, she's he's not a John Gruden fan, but
0: What kind of an idiot would trade <laughs> Khalil Mack, that wonderful, wonderful pass rusher.
2: <laughs> for a first round pick in a draft full of poppin' Jays.
1: I, I just flipped it over. The Minnesota Timberwolves are beating the Thunder one fourteen to one twelve right now in Oklahoma City with three seconds left on the clock. And the Thunder had the uh,
2: ball. Kevin Durant for a three pointer, game over. Well,
1: Kevin Durant plays in Golden State, so uh, good luck uh, on it's that. Still gonna happen.
2: Westbrook for three. Whoever me. for a three, but it won't matter.
1: Russell Westbrook has fouled out,
2: so that's uh, that's an issue. Oh well, you might be safe then. You know, Minnesota you know.
1: gets uh, they get
2: Oklahoma City at least
1: once once every season. I've noticed that they got them last year, and Wiggins hit the big shot at the buzzer. But we have shot Minnesota shot poor, and I'm talking poor, poor from the free throw line tonight. At least late. I
2: mean, you've you've got to know how much I dislike Minnesota franchises. I understand that. It
0: was an exciting triple overtime
2: game last night,
1: wasn't there? Yeah, there was. We're going to have to talk about that one. I didn't get to see it. I'm going to look at the stat lines and look at the highlights, but I didn't get to watch the game. Uh, You know, I was paying close attention to the Chapmanville Fairmont Senior game for the local people that are listening out there. Uh, was actually supposed to have the call on that one, but I was a little busy last night at a
0: Christmas party. Speaking,
2: so. of, speaking of things that we might won't talk about now, but we probably have to talk about Wednesday, did you see yeah. LeBron's comments about the NFL today? I did, yesterday? and
1: I planned on bringing yeah. that up with you, and I don't want to talk about it now. I want to save it. Uh, the but I do have something to say if, about if LeBron. You're
0: this,
1: if you're listening to this and you're and and you're paying attention and you'll be listening in a couple of nights, uh, on Wednesday. My God, what a terrible shot. Minnesota wins, baby! Yeah,
2: every dog has to stay on Christmas. He's telling me so, every blind
1: squirrel finds a nut. Boy, we needed that win yeah, in the worst way. Good
2: game. Good on them.
1: It's, might be the but, game uh,
2: that turns the season and gets them headed God, back to the playoffs.
1: So. Wiggins played like a friggin' man tonight. And he needs to do that every night. How <laughs>
2: does, does he usually play if he played like a man Not like tonight? a man. Had thirty
1: points, six rebounds, five assists. Fifty five percent from the field.
2: Somebody woke oh. his ass up. The uh Seahawks just struck for a touchdown. Ball touchdown. Twenty three seventeen for uh Seattle. But, uh, with, uh, I will say this. Two. On
1: uh we have a couple guests coming on Wednesday, just confirmed today. Um Lance Smith is jumping on with us. He is a huge fan of the show and uh, is a writer uh, over at. Let me find out one hundred percent where at. Um, he writes at. The is he, Center he Lance and, A. Smith? You know, he's just Lance Smith.
0: <laughs> well, I think I like I A.
1: Smith better. <laughs> But he's a, a Dr. writer Dr. over at the NBA Point Center and Daily Warriors dot com. And for the fifth time ever, Jeff Garcia from Jeff's from the Spurs and News Channel four San Antonio and Project Spurs co founder and ESP former ESPN San Antonio halftime co host. Jeff for Garcia fifth, returns for his fifth for appearance, for the fifth time ever, tying Phil rossman Reich for most visits on
2: wide men can't jump. I see, and he's yeah. no relation to that god awful quarterback from San Francisco.
1: <laughs> Absolutely not.
2: Thank God for him.
1: Yeah, he played I in Tampa he prob- for a while. He probably we did not like night, did not those that. days. We did not like those days. <laughs> uh, that was the we, year Tampa made healthy, the
0: playoffs.
1: That was the year Tampa a healthy, made the. Held the Redskins to 121 total offensive yards and still lost.
2: We we got a healthy dose of Jeff Garcia in the CFL. You can have him back now. Thank you. <laughs> we,
1: don't, we don't want
2: him. <laughs> <laughs> we traded him to Mexico.
1: I would have. I would have. But, gentlemen, it's been a fun show tonight. We're over Was time it? now. So we'll probably have to call it. But, Jeff, we're glad you jumped on.
2: Glad you well, yeah, nice talking to you guys. It's been a few weeks.
1: But. It has, it has. Not working too hard over Christmas, are you?
2: Uh, not too bad. How about
1: you? I'm at work right now. Nate, what do you think? Nate doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at work right now. What do you think?
2: <laughs> the so the is out.
1: <laughs> but that'll do it for this Sunday night round table here at wide men can't jump. What a great night. We had a great time and we hope you
2: guys will join us again. Whenever we do this again, well, uh, probably uh everybody, enjo- Wednesday. Yep. everybody enjoy your holiday, but we'll be back on, uh, on Wednesday, probably oh, ready yeah, to work. We'll, we'll
1: review our Christmas picks that was made, uh,
2: college playoff, uh, podcast or anything
1: or oh yeah we'll be talking college hoops here within the coming months
2: i mean, at the playoff uh oh yeah no we're all over the football that god man, we picked every bowl game
1: yeah we did pick every bowl game we'll probably talk uh we might do one uh later in the week talking about the once uh, we get
2: into those uh what is it next next weekend is the ones that actually yeah we're talking new years, about
1: the new year's uh six and the college football playoff we'll We'll have one and talk about that. I'll uh, I'll get in touch with you and get you back on. All right. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening in. And until next time, we're out. Peace. Thanks for listening to this show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can download this and any other episode from our network at iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pod Paradise, Google Play, Player FM, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. This show has been brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, Makeup makeupkennedy, and wowfreecam.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at widejump. You can follow us on Instagram at Wide Men Can't Jump and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash can't Jump. Please leave us a five star review on iTunes. Also, rate the show and tell us how we did. If you love us, please give us a five star rating. Again, thanks for listening to this episode on the Wide Men Radio Network. Tune in, same time, same place for the Wide Men Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't